From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yesterday was Mother's Day, and Shem, who works here for the Roz and Mocha Show, got dissed by his mom so hard. Oh, no. What happened? So before we get to it, okay? Uh, if you don't know, Shem is the choir director for his church. And I guess over the weekend, y'all did like a <laughs> virtual celebration for all the moms, right? Yeah, we did a, a little Mother's Day brunch on Saturday. And Shem <laughs> sang the 1997 Boys to Men song, Song for Mama. Okay. It's a beautiful track. Happy Mother's Day. This song goes out to all the mothers, the mother figures, the grandmothers, the fathers who need to be mothers. Happy Mother's Day to you. You taught me everything and everything you've given me I always keep it inside You're the driving force in my life Yes, you are There isn't anything or anyone that I can be And it just wouldn't feel awesome. right yeah, yeah. If I didn't have you by my side Gorgeous song, right? Ooh, you were there for me to love and care for me When skies were gray Whenever I was down, you were always there to comfort me No one else can be what you have been to me You will always be You will always be the girl in my life for all times Mama Mama You know I love you oh, yes. <laughs> Beautiful song okay, How many and who, So who's, who else is on the Zoom call right now? So it's all the participants I'm sorry Everybody that, that was attending the uh, the Mother's Day brunch So you had like a, about, about 100 people So moms, moms everything, Okay, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Now I, yeah, okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you I got gotcha. you So as Mother's Day continues Shem yeah. decides to sing the song for his own mom And okay. decides to film it And this is where he gets dissed Okay, listen to okay. this you were there for me to love and care for me when skies were gray. Don't when you know I... another song? You sing that every year. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Don't you know another song? You sing that for me every year. <laughs> I she liked it. You were there for me to love and care for me when skies were gray. Don't when you know I... another song? You sing that every year. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Sometimes, sometimes you look at something as tradition, and somebody else looks at you as boring. Yes, yeah, right. Completely. That was your mom. At Shem on Twitter and Instagram, if you want to see that video, by the way. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yesterday was Mother's Day. Hope you all enjoyed it. Yes, yes. Uh, second COVID Mother's Day. Right. Uh, Damon Moore decided to make some cold calls to people with the last name Mom, <laughs> Mother, 
or mama. Okay. To not only have a conversation, but try to have fun and uh, tell some jokes, some mama. Mother's Day jokes. Hello. Hey, it's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show, and your last name is Mom, and it's Mother's Day. Okay. Okay, how about I tell you a quick Mother's Day joke? No. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Awesome. My name is Maury, and I'm calling from the Roz and Mocha Show on KISS. And for Mother's Day, I'm calling everybody with the name Mom, and you have the name Mom. Yeah, nobody in have like that, eh? So, like, today is your day. Yes. (laughs) Okay, can I tell you a Mother's Day joke for Mother's Day? Yeah. Okay, what do you call a small mom? What? Minimum. Minimum. Mom. Mom? mom? Minimum. (laughs) Oh, I don't understand it. Uh. Can I get you just to go, ha, ha, ha? No, I'm sorry, I'm busy, now. Hello? Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. Is this Mrs. Mama? Well, who's calling? Well, this is Dammit Maury with the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Fine, thank you. Because it's Mother's Day, I'm calling all the mamas out there. Really? What made you come up with that idea? I, I'm very smart that way. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, let me ask you this. Oh. Are you also <laughs> a real mama? Yes, I am. Or am I the first to call you today for Mama's Day? No. Oh. What little word of wisdom do you want to give <laughs> so all of us today for Mama's Day? Yeah, just just be your true self and just be happy with all your kids and family. Aw, can I tell you a joke? Yeah. Okay, why did the baby strawberry cry? Um, I don't know. Because his mom was in a jam. <laughs> okay. New best friends. Hello. She like Hi, one. is this uh, is this Donna Mother? Uh, yes. Hi, this is Dammit Mori with the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay, I guess. Uh, can I help you with something? Absolutely. Calling from Canada, calling all the actual mothers out there whose names are mother to celebrate Mother's Day. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, this is, uh, this, I, I guess. I understand. Mother, last name. That's fun. <laughs> Am I paying long distance for this? No, no, no. I got this covered. But have you realized that your last name's Mother and today is Mother's Day and kind of how cool that is? I mean, I've only had this name my entire life. But yeah, I guess I guess it's kind of cool. You know, Mother. Today's your day. Hello. Celebrate. <laughs> I, I, I guess I will. It's nice to be a mom. It's nice to be celebrated on Mother's Day. Has anyone else called you today for your special day? No, waiting on my eldest son to call me. His little sister's called. Let me ask you this. What did Mommy Spider say to Baby Spider? Um, I don't know. You spend too much time on the web. <laughs> okay. okay. That. That's, that's pretty cute, actually. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Hello. Hey, Simon. Hi. Hi, it's your boyfriend's Razamoka. How are you? Oh my god, they listened. Oh my god. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> oh my god. You gonna be alright? 
Sorry. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> what are you up to right now? Um, I was just putting the laundry away. Before. Oh, okay. Can you pause that real quick and just uh, yeah. chat for two seconds? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. So, Roz, we've actually talked to Suman a couple of times. Um, she's always, like, sending in questions for Ask Roz Mocha for the podcast. Yeah. Um, and we've talked to her, like, a bunch on the, uh, on the actual radio show. But the reason why we're calling is because your son, Daniel, had reached out and was just telling us these incredible uh, stories about how how wonderful you are and how much he loves you. And with Mother's Day coming up on Sunday, he just wanted us to call you to let, although he can say all these things himself, he just wants you to know how special you are. And, um, you know, he said that you guys had like a pretty tough year uh, the past like year and a half now with COVID and everything else. And he just wants you to know how much you mean to him and, and how much of an awesome mom you are. Oh, wow. Don't say sorry. Stop apologizing. <laughs> oh, my God. This is... <clears throat> sorry. This is amazing. What have you guys gone through? I mean, everybody's gone through hell, but what's it been like for you and your you and your son? Uh, well, it's three of us here, my daughter, my son, and my little one, but yeah. um, just some stuff. My husband was removed from domestic abuse, and I've been kind of catapulted from my just craft job to like having making that into like a you know trying to make it into a small business properly to you know get the income coming in and just then COVID hit so it was just a lot that's a lot that's a lot (laughs) so just kind of staying positive and kind of you know dealing with the kids dealing with emotions and stuff and oh my god this is amazing I'll, I'll say I'll say this when when you've gone through the hell that you've gone through this year right and you raised a kid who even as distracted and as upset and as emotional and broken as you may feel, your kid still wrote us to say, Hey, listen, my mom like is the best. And if you were not the best, believe me, we would never hear it. So your impression after going through everything on your own kids is that you're still awesome. Is that you're great. It's, it's, Wow, it's shocking. <laughs> like I know, because obviously at home, you're, like you know, you you're going through the stresses and all that, yeah. and your kids seem like they're you know so angry all the time, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> but this is amazing. They actually listen because they ask me, yeah. what should we get? I'm like, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. I'm like, you know what? Maybe Rosie Mocha will call me. <laughs> Look at that. And they uh, they 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 really heard those words because we listen to your podcast in the car all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You really, like, you guys, I hear it, obviously, you guys know, but, you know, everyone calls in and says how amazing you are, but it's so, like, I'm telling you, it's so true. Like, I just put, when I'm feeling gross or down or anything, you know, and I put you guys on and I just laugh and I just, it takes us away. Just know that you guys just take us away from anything negative Mm -hmm. and you always turn it into a positive. And I've always tried that, so I kind of resonate with you guys, so it's so amazing like you guys have been our savior <laughs> well that's the thing suman like we do this show for people like you we do the show for people yeah. who need an escape from everything out there because there's just so much that that bombards all of our world every single day and especially you tack on uh what's been happening for the past year and a half and what everyone yeah. individually is going through so you know we do this show for for you guys we try to make people laugh we try to uh entertain and uh, uh, and just have have a good time with everyone, right? Yeah, it's it's 
you have no idea the littlest things mean the biggest, biggest things to someone listening on the other end. So you guys are just, wow, this is amazing. Actually, uh, you're the best. Hey, listen, you can't fake good kids. And when you got a good kid, oh. that's all on you. Oh, my God. That's amazing. You're right. Like, you are on the ball. Like, even though you're right, sometimes you feel like I failed or I don't know if I'm doing nah, it right. And you didn't fail anything. This happens. You're like, wow, they actually no. listen. I would say the exact opposite, actually. I would say everything you've gone through, you gotta, you're got you doing you're doing pretty oh, well. This is so amazing. You guys literally made my mother's day. Well, as soon as you're uh, done with your laundry and you get off the phone with us, you go give Daniel a big hug and a big kiss, okay? Actually, give oh, all your kids. All your kids yeah. a big hug and a kiss, okay? Absolutely. Thank you so much. You guys are awesome. You have a great day, and you enjoy your mother's day, okay? Thank you so right, much. Bye. Oh, you guys, are, you guys rock. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How was Mother's Day? Ah, oh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Up. What's up, Maury? I screwed up. What'd you do? Maury I just sent said um, food. I wanted to send food, like dinner to. Stop doing that. No, but listen, I sent it to the wrong house. <sighs> Who did you want to send it to in the first place? No, I sent it to Donna, my stepmom. Okay. But I sent it to the wrong address. Okay. And then what happened? I had to call, I had to find the phone number to that place because they had no idea where the food arrived and tell them that's not for you. Can you walk at a few houses down? That's for my How mom. How did you find somebody's number? Oh, I called, like I, you can do a reverse search. It's not hard to do. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> and then what happened? And then what happened? Oh, they had to walk it over, but I sent it to the but wrong had house. They, had they opened it up and everything? Yes. Like? Oh, man. Uh, they opened be... the food? Yeah, it was lemon chicken. No, you garbage. Did you, did you ask them if they opened the food or not? Like, no, how do you no, know Donna told it? me when it arrived, like, you could tell, like, the tinfoil was... All crumpled up. Did yeah. she throw it away? She should have thrown it away. Oh. Why do people accept food that they didn't order? Yeah. I never understand that. That's rude. I never understand that. Yeah. Somebody just last week, that happened to us. I mean, we didn't accept it. Yeah. But the guy was like, do you order Chinese food? I was like, no. Nope. Right. And he said the address. I was like, nah, man, that's down the street. Everybody's a schemer when it comes to that. Wait, pause for one second. Yeah. Before you continue. Yes, sir. So your stepmom and dad, like, they got the food. Yes. Right? Yeah. They opened it? Yes. And they ate it? Yes. Wow. I think they felt bad that I spent the money on it, so they, they felt like they had worse to eat if it. They get COVID. Here, let me read you this. Let me read you this. I got this is uh, uh, a message I got from uh, Nate Mason. Okay, he goes uh, around twelve midnight. I got someone else's Uber Eats delivered to my door. Being nice, I decided to see if someone picked it up. I waited ten minutes. After thinking about it, I realized that I was hungry, so I went out and I got it: two large McDonald's fries. And one fruit smoothie. Mm. It completed my night. What is, an, a re, what is a reasonable amount of time that is okay to eat someone else's Uber Eats if it was delivered to your door? Let's assume it was a drop-off. Let's assume that they didn't even knock, mm. right? And they just leave the bag on the door. Yeah. And they didn't come back and get it. Well, at that point, you could just eat it right away because the order's been closed. You can't really... <laughs> What about something immediately that, yeah. eat it on the porch like don't even don't even bring it into the house that's why i carry a fork in my even, pocket what if it's something you don't even want like you don't even like you eat it right yeah no i would i would call uber eats and be yeah. like no, but what are they going to do at that point there there's they can't come in I'm so, maybe I'm a driver is so, going to come pick it up no and I'm, take it back i'm so paranoid or I'll just toss it i'm so paranoid that if somebody left me a bag on my 
porch yeah that had two large mcdonald's fries and a fruit smoothie mm-hmm. i would pick it i would wait and if they didn't come back and get it i would take the whole thing walk it into the house and throw it all in the garbage really because i would assume somebody is trying to hurt me yeah and what they've done is they've taken a fruit smoothie and they've like laced it with laxatives and like ketamine so yeah i wouldn't trust it hell Here, no here's hell no as you're telling you're gonna, the story, you're going to eat food that just mysteriously showed up Never. on your porch. What if Never. it was? What if it was Never. the wrong? What if you did order Uber Eats but you got the wrong order? Well, that's different. That's a yeah. whole different thing, man. But but this is not. You didn't order nothing, and yet oh, you're bringing you- it in the house and you're going through it. Mm, smells okay. delicious. Here's, Hell no. Here's how much of a dad I am. Yeah. Here's what I would do. Please. First, put on gloves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Pick up the bag. Open it. See what's inside. Yeah. Separate everything. Yeah. The containers. See, open all the containers, right. empty the food into the green bin, yeah. rinse the containers. Yeah. What goes in the garbage goes in the garbage. What goes in the recycling goes in the recycling. Exactly. Well, why exactly. are you even bringing it into exactly. the house if it was exactly. always intended no, to be No, no, I would do that. Hell no. We won't let a kid eat apple on a Halloween, right? Yeah. Exactly. But, but Thank you're you. going to eat something that just mysteriously shows up at your front yeah. door? Yeah, exactly. French fries in a smoothie? But if no, you thanks. weren't going to eat it and it was garbage, why wouldn't you go into the house, get a garbage bag, and not even bring the food no, into the house? No, 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 no. I, I would just put it in the bin outside. That's I wouldn't what I'm even, I wouldn't even do anything. I wouldn't even separate it like why Mocha. Why are you even... It's not even coming in the house. Yeah, why would you... What if like, it's a turd bomb? You no, thank A-OK. you. You were A-OK. Maury, you were A-OK with your family eating food that was already no, opened by somebody you else. No, 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 if no, I, no. If McDonald's showed up on my front porch where it was stapled with the receipt, I'm eating it. So anyway, so to answer this guy's question, what's the appropriate amount of time? Like 10 minutes? <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Y'all check your Twitter account accounts oh, or right. your what's, settings, what's I should on? say, or maybe have to update. Um, this was talked about last year, and Twitter is now rolling it out for all users. Yeah. But before you send that tweet, that nasty tweet full of hate, Twitter's going to ask you if you're 100% sure you want to send that out. Okay. Uh, a new feature will identify those replies with a message that simply reads, want to review this before tweeting? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you have three choices to make. Okay. Choose your own adventure. Tweet it. Mm-hmm. You can edit it. Mm-hmm. Or you could delete it. So Twitter won't necessarily stop you from tweeting what you're about to tweet. Right. But they give you that split second <clears throat> to think about it. I don't mind that. I like that. Um, the company found that, so when they were testing this last year, they found that when people were given a choice, 34% decided to edit their reply or to not send it. But how do they determine that? Because here's the, here's the problem, right? Is that this going to, this is going to be, this is going to become very normal very quickly because if you're the type of person that does use language in mm. your tweet but you may not be directing it at a person or an individual and it may not be what somebody would consider to be hate if the algorithm picks that up and it starts asking you every single time before you tweet something you could be talking about hockey sure right if you want to do that you are going to get so used to just hitting yes that that thing is just going to become a pain in the ass and everybody's just going to turn it off yeah um, like who who decides? Who decides? So my question: How does that work with this? Because I don't have uh, a list. They didn't provide a list of, and I'm sure there's like the algorithm. There's like endless right word combinations, right? Which is probably why they didn't release it because yeah. it has to be certain word combinations 
because you can't necessarily tell the tone no. in texting, right? Maury, can in you just tweet. tweet me right now something racist, like really racist, and then see if that thing comes up? And if not, you can just delete it. Nobody will see. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> hold on. Get ready to no, no, nobody will know. It's fine. <laughs> don't. What are you going to write? Don't, I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. What do you want to Twitter? I Damn can't man. even. Maury's phone is from 2006. You think he's going to get that alert? No. <laughs> he's going to lose his job today. <laughs> don't. No, don't. Please don't. I take it all back. What did you tweet? It. I'm waiting to screen grab it. What did you call me? Oh. Oh. You called me a what? <laughs> screen grab. <laughs> screen grab. No, I think people are going to just get very used to it because my question, it's not the it, it's not the intent behind it, which I'm all for the intent behind it. Absolutely. Sure, why not? I, I don't I don't care. Um, but my my problem is that I just think I, I, I never know who is the gatekeeper for all these things and they never fully explain how it's going to work. Like what is what are the parameters? Like, is it just words? Uh, is it a case-by-case basis where they've built a team and they're going to try and go through a billion tweets? So I don't – so I'm just, I just typed out, dog, I hate you so much and you suck. Oh, who are you sending that to? Nobody. I'm not adding no, anyone. No, no, no. Add it to me. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, because I think, I, I think that the only way to get this to work is you got to – and so, can you do me a favor also? What? Just do me a favor. End it with the end it with just this. Just go to the the end of the the message, right? And just write D I E. Why would I do that? Well, because we're testing. It's okay. an experiment. Dog. Yeah. I hate you so much. Yeah. And what? Uh, um, and then D I E. Uh, D I. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I don't know. And you no. suck. No. Yeah, and then more you can retweet it. <laughs> okay, he's so much done, and you saw. Okay, let's okay, see. Okay, let's see. Did it? Did it? Oh snap! No, oh, wait, no, it, it didn't. Went it, went, it went through. Yeah, dude. Oh, hold on, hold no. On. Hold on. I'm quickly screen grab. No, 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 no. Yes, hold I on. am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Delete, am. Delete. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh, there, I deleted it. I deleted it. I deleted it. No, I deleted it. I deleted it. I deleted it. Hold on. No, come on, guys. Don't do that to me. Did you get it, Maury? Yeah. Did you really? Good for you. This is a liar. Hold on. No, you here. didn't. Show me your phone. No, I, I, I did it on my laptop. No, you didn't. You guys are liars. No, I didn't get it. I'm not. You, you think I'm going to get that? You think I'm fast enough with Twitter to get that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So that's it. No Amazon Prime Day for us Canadians this year. Is that official? Yeah. Amazon came out and said it. Here's exactly what they said. Quote, based on the increasing impact of COVID-19 in Canada and the importance we place on protecting the health and safety of our employees and customers, we will pause plans for Prime Day 2021 in Canada. Jeez. So they're not canceling it in the States. No, no, Because obviously the U.S. is... USA, USA. Way better when it comes to uh, the vaccination right now. Yeah. Other people. But things are still a mess in this country that they've decided to cancel Prime Day. Which sucks. Well, they also got us too, right? Like right by it because everything is still closed. And you need Amazon. And so why start heaping discounts when we don't have any other options really, right? Like every day we're getting Amazon packages delivered to our place. Yeah. I got pissed off over the weekend. 
Oh, here we go. Um, no, like again, what for now? Well, because I ha- was having a conversation with my kid. I was having a conversation with Rox mm-hmm. about essential items. Okay, right. She's what eleven now. She's eleven. Yeah, and we were, we were having a conversation about what's open and what's not open because we were in a store and we went to like an like an independent like a PC grocery store kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And as Rox and I were going in, Catherine goes, "Hey, just whip by Joe Fresh and see if you can get a pair of shorts for Rox." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool, no problem." So we walk in and everything is shut down in the yeah. Joe Fresh section, right? Like walled off. Everything you can't even go in, uh-huh. and I was like, "It's you, when you can't buy kids' clothes." I have a real problem with determining what is and what is not essential. Okay, and then I started going through all these videos where people have been to dollar stores, and this is what people don't understand. And I don't know whether it's when Doug you say f- people, you mean like uh, the general government, public or the, government? The, oh, okay. the people who decide this stuff. Okay. When it comes to what is essential and what they're missing is at a place like the dollar store, because I was going through a whole bunch of these videos and they pop up daily almost where somebody walks into a dollar store and they try and buy a spatula and, you know, a three pack of Tupperware and Mm -hmm. they're refuse service. They're not allowed to sell this stuff because they're non-essential items. And I think that what is lost on the people who make these decisions and why they will forever be out of touch is when you go to a dollar store in a neighborhood where the people in that neighborhood rely heavily on a dollar store. Mm -hmm. Most of those people in that dollar store, Amazon's not an option because so many people that use local dollar stores don't have credit cards. Mm -hmm. And so many people who use dollar stores don't have access to an Amazon account, let alone Amazon Prime or whatever the hell we're talking about. And when you go to a dollar store, if you're in a and if you're in a low income neighborhood, that dollar store, the things in that dollar store are not essential. What is essential about a dollar store is the price, mm-hmm. right? So it's not that a spatula is essential or Tupperware is essential or a frying pan or a belt. It's not the items that are essential. It's the price that's essential. And that's what they don't understand. And that's what drives me crazy is that this determination of what is essential is only about the thing. It's not about the price of the thing. Yeah. I think kids clothes should be deemed essential. Everything is essential. Everything is essential. And when I can go in and buy a box of macaroni, but I can't buy a pot to cook it in, let alone at a dollar store where I'm probably going to pay like three bucks for that pot. It's not going to be great. But it's going to be a pot, right? It's not the thing. It's the price. And that's where they let everybody down is that they they don't have a good grasp on what actually essential means because it's not about the thing for a lot of people. It's about the price of the thing. And that's what's essential because they don't have credit cards and Amazon Prime and everything else. Everybody knows that. That's it's. It's sad. Yeah, it really is. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You know, it, it's easy to identify that Dan Mori is the least busy Truth. after we leave here. And Truth. you, Roz, are the most busy. Truth because bite. after you leave here, you do the t- television show, ET Canada, yeah. all day until like 6, 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. So we try not to bother you. Mm-hmm. We hadn't even uh, finished the show yesterday. And I looked in the Mori's room and he had his coat on his bag on his lap sitting in his chair like he was waiting for the bus. <laughs> Like he was like he was ready to go. Yeah. Uh, so the reason why I say Dan Mori needs to find something in his life to occupy his time is because 
at the busiest time of your day, oh, he's busy sake. calling you for nonsense and recording those phone calls and then right. sending them to me. Do I even remember this? I don't even think Hello. I do. Yes, yes. How are you? Good. What's going on? You having a good day? No. Oh. Hey, can I say something? <laughs> sure. Something. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Got him. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> right. Like, what am I supposed to do at that point? I know. Oh, for God's sake. Like, <laughs> you have no I other... I so tired. You don't day. have any other answers for that. Like, because then you don't want to instigate. You don't want no. to carry the conversation, right? No, and now Maury's figured out a way to block his number when he calls me. Oh, no. So Did when the really? phone... when the, and, I, and, and I know everybody else ignores private number, no yeah. info. I love those. Why? I think I've won a sweepstake or something, gotcha. right? Like, I think it's my way out of all of this. Hello, sir. Congratulations. Yeah. We drew your yes. name from this, yes. this contest. Yes. You've just won something. $70 million. Thank you. Something, right? right? I always think it's my lucky day <laughs> when somebody calls <laughs> and there's no information. But then it's damn it more and just with oh, the nonsense. for God's sake. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Reggie. How are you? It's Roz and Mocha. Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Good, buddy. What's on your mind today? Uh, so, uh, I got my M1 license and my bike, but I'm not able to get uh, insurance for it, so it kind of sucks. Mm, yeah, you wrote this. Uh, hey, Roz and Mocha, fix my motorcycle life. <laughs> Uh, you just got your motorcycle license, your M1, but you can't get insurance because it requires a safety course, uh, which is, of course, closed due to COVID. High-risk insurance is offered at almost triple the price. You ask, should I wait or go for it? Uh, do you know of any other options? Hmm. Um, did you take a course? Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not able to, right? Cause no, they're close. But like, I mean, do you know how to ride a motorcycle? Uh, well, yeah, I've tried it like in front of my house. I've tried it like okay. around the roads. Right. But I can't take it on the main roads. Cause if I do get caught, I don't want to risk my, my license and my, my insurance and my record. So you said that so, it requires a safety course. So it's not the actual yeah. test. This is like to like how we would like learn how to drive. You need to learn how to ride the motorcycle. Here's the crazy thing about motorcycles yeah. is yeah. that you can go and do your written. Okay, yeah. for a motorcycle. Exactly. Yeah. And the difference between a motorcycle and a car is when you get your sort of beginner's car, you have to have that driver, that licensed driver in the car with you while you're driving. Correct. A motorcycle is the exact opposite. You are not allowed to have a passenger on the bike with you. Obvi. Okay, so you can go and do the written and go and buy a motorcycle and... Like, that's fine. Like, there's no yeah. problem with that. But in order to get insured... Um, mm -hmm. You need to go and take one of these safety courses. Yeah, but so, uh, I, I was told I was told uh, something else because you don't, you don't even have to have a license to buy a motorcycle. No, like no, a, no, no. Uh, but what I mean is that you can drive it. Like you can. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It's it's you can still ride it. You can still yeah. You can still you're just ride not insured. it. Yeah, you're just not insured. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so how much how much is insurance? Well, if I were to get it with my my car and the safety course, it'd be around uh, fifteen hundred a year. So that comes out to around one twenty five a month. Yeah. Or it will be um, close to like four thousand something a year yeah. uh, with oh, the wow. one insurance company that was willing to 
you know, insure M1 driver because I'm super high risk, right? Well, uh, let me ask you a question, bro. Okay. Um, yeah. What uh, did any other human being who knows how to ride a motorcycle teach you how to ride a motorcycle or are you just figuring this out on your own? Well, no, I, I got a friend that, that asked me, hey, you want to go for a ride? No, um, no, 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 no. Yeah. You are not riding this motorcycle until you take yeah. that course. Yeah. I say play it safe, man, because you just never know. Dude. Dude. Yeah. For your own good. For your own safety. For sure. Okay. You are not you are not riding a motorcycle, okay? Until you take a course where somebody who is a professional teaches you how to ride a motorcycle. Exactly. Yeah. Don't even worry about insurance, okay? The world sucks right now. Nobody yeah. can do anything. We're all like you can't do all the fun things. Your big dream of like being able to cruise around in a motorcycle all summer is probably not going to happen. Yeah, um, wait. Yeah. But guess what? You're also not going to die this summer. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. The, fir the first time when you are in a motorcycle, uh, when you're on a motorcycle, the first time you get trapped between a streetcar in front of you and a streetcar behind you and a bus beside you, it's going to yeah. be one of the most terrifying moments of your life. And if you don't know what to do, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to panic. Mm -hmm, for sure. Do you know how to pick a bike up off the ground? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I've never dropped my bike, right? Well, so you will. Um, yeah. So do you know? So you don't know how to. You don't know like the technique on how to pick. How, what kind of bike you have? I have the the Honda Rebel three hundred. And how much? How, how much does it weigh? Uh, three hundred sixty pounds. Okay. Ooh. Can you pick that up yourself? I don't think so. Well, you can, because I've seen women who are hundred pounds that can do that. Oh yeah. So you don't know how. No, I don't know how. Okay, yeah. yeah. You need somebody to teach you how to ride a motorcycle, man. Yeah, for sure. Is there not like a, like, can you look somebody up online? Like, are there official, like, much like you, how you, you would. Can you go private? Yeah. Could you book uh, a private well, there, course with somebody? A, no, there's a list of all the MTO approved uh, courses, right? Yeah. And, and I, I looked them all up and they're all in person. So they're all um, due to the lockdown. They're all closed. Right. Oh, okay. So it's not like you can like safely where they're stay, you know, standing at a distance. No. And it's no, like one no, person no. that you can go out f with for like an entire day no. in a big empty lot. I guess not. No, it's all strict. It's like yeah. no. Yeah. Right. Like they do it on like in college parking lots on weekends because you, yeah. you need a lot of space, right? You need yeah. a, you need a lot of space. Uh, but yeah. yeah, dude, please just do us a favor. Okay, we don't know you, but we love you, and don't ride a motorcycle without being taught by somebody yeah. whose job it is to teach you how to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. Just please don't. Yeah. It's not, it's, I'll wait it out. It, yeah. It's not, I, I think of the things I did on my bike because I just didn't mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. I, I went and found the smallest, tiniest helmet that was still considered <laughs> legal. Mm -hmm. And I slapped that thing on my head. Oh, why? Cause you want your hurt to like blow and, in the wind. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I never wore anything other than an undershirt when I rode. No. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. You know how bad you could hurt yourself if you ever yeah. fell off that bike? I didn't care. Oh, my God. I, I, I didn't care. Bruh. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, don't do that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I won't. I won't. <laughs> All right. You be safe, Reggie. Awesome. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it so much. Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Let me play this for you. Next level pettiness, okay? Please. This is like... Probably the ultimate petty move I have ever heard in my entire I life. I love pettiness. I'm a huge fan. There's a TikTok video that's gone viral. It's got 1.1 million likes, 16.1 thousand comments. Jesus. 51.1 thousand shares. Um, and you're going to love this, okay? Okay, so my baby daddy is a real piece of 
Um, and after I had our son, I found out that he was cheating on me the whole time I was pregnant with his ex-girlfriend who'd caused all this drama in our relationship. Um, and he ended up going to jail shortly after. And she was messaging him, trying to figure out where he was, like all confused why he wasn't talking to her. So I messaged her and told her um, that he was dead. And I got his sister to go along with it too. And we had a fake funeral and everything um, and sent her photos from the funeral. And it's been three years and she still thinks he's dead. And um, she posts little um, tributes every year on her Facebook page what? to the love of her life and um, how she's so sorry that she couldn't be there when he died. Save him. Bruh, three years has happened. This went on for... Three years, like guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. Now, now that the video's gone viral, now that yeah. this TikTok's gone viral, guaranteed, the ex-girlfriend. Oh, totally knows. knows that this guy is alive. Yeah, that's and in jail. But for three wild. years, she thought <laughs> that he was still dead. posting tributes. I miss you, my I miss you, baby. Yeah. All this stuff. Isn't that crazy? Is that Jesus. petty or brilliant? No, it's petty. That's yeah, like absolutely. hyper petty. Petty. Yeah, 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 that is absolutely. That's like the that's the extreme. That's like that's pettiness at like that's expert level pettiness. Because you but know, creative. Like you got to give her. Oh, something. it's creative. You got to give her something. No, 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 no. But I, I fully. Here's the thing. I fully respect that level of pettiness. Yeah. Like that and is. You know, she's checking, like constantly checking. Oh, and loves it. The ex girlfriend's oh. Facebook page. To see anything loves else it. related to the guy that so, she's posting. Are any you not type at all of, curious that the ex didn't? Call the relative. Like, He's in the joint. No, but the relatives. Like she didn't do anything to sort of be like, I'm so sorry he for your loss. He probably doesn't know. Yeah, he has no idea that she's trying to reach out. Like you didn't How's call the know? mom, or, or you didn't reach out to. But why would she? When in this they had video, a funeral, they had a funeral. And the, the guy's sister was, was there on it and was in on the whole thing. So why would, why you would question she question that? It's just so weird. And was there a headstone? Like, I mean, it's just so... They, they had a funeral. So yeah. they spent money. Sure. That's what I'm saying. This is expert level pettiness. Yeah. Like expert level pettiness. It's incredible. So, I, I salute this woman. Again, 1.1 million likes, 16.1 thousand comments, 51.1 thousand shares. A woman held a fake funeral for her boyfriend after finding out that he has been cheating on her. With his ex. With his ex. Telling his ex... That the guy died when he's really in jail. And she with, posts yearly tributes for in the past three years. <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Yes, Fabian. Oh. What's going on, brother? It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, I'm fantastic today. I got like a, a week to two weeks left on two of the Roz and Mocha cookies. <laughs> so how long has it been now that you've been trying to grow Razamoka weed? Uh, it's been about, I would say, what, almost like two, two and a half months. Oh, wow. I saw a picture yeah. of these plants on Fabian's Instagram. What's your Instagram again that you're running? Family Trees 19. That's it. So I saw a photo of these Razamoka weed plants yeah. that Fabian's growing. They look beautiful. Do they? I will yeah. say they look absolutely right? gorgeous. Yeah. Right? Now, I don't it's know so what weed plant like I, you know, general I general knowledge of weed. Um so I don't know if these plants are thriving in the environment compared to other plants that you've grown or other plants that people have grown. But based on the pictures that I saw, they look great. Oh, yeah. I'm looking, at look them right amazing. I'm looking at them right now. I mean, I don't know good weed from nothing. But right. I'd wow. pour, if, I found this, if I found this thing in my lawn, I'm telling you right now, I'd pour a half gallon of Roundup on it. 
this thing is in they, we these things are gnarly and and you know what's interesting about the weed plant like what you're just sending me right now it looks nothing like what potheads wear on their t-shirts <laughs> no, nothing at all no so how uh, no. how close it are looks we- like it's gonna make you itch to, uh, yeah, <laughs> how close are we to uh, to getting it to a point where you, Fabian, the person growing the weed, are going to be able to then smoke the weed? Uh, so let's say, okay, let's say I got two more weeks to uh, cut it down. So after I cut it down, I have, let's say, about three more weeks to cure it. Oh, wow. And so we five weeks. Yeah, about five more weeks. But, you know, I'm close, man. I'm close. It smells great. It's like... I don't want to leave down there because it smells so good. <laughs> you and I are different. Just, you and I, I are different people. Oh, 100%. But like yeah. I said, it's just so, it's like, like, cause I've grown some, like, you know, expensive seeds and like they look good. And these, like, are just the same as those expensive seeds. I'm just so blast, like, blown away on how good they look. That's incredible. Yeah, man. I have people messaging me all kinds about it because like, they're, they're like, wow, it looks so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Honestly, it's amazing. I got two people right now that listen to the show that are growing it themselves. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. And they're uh, touching base with me like every other week. And they even look good, too, in his tent, man. Like, I'm, I'm happy about this. Hey, are so, we the first two, Mocha, do you think, the first two people to have a completely unique strain of marijuana Named after us as two people who do not smoke marijuana. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Especially in Canada. Yeah. Especially in Canada. Yeah, I think so. You know, we, you guys are like one of the rarest people, like, you know. And everybody keeps asking, why Raza Mocha cookies? And I'm like, you know, if you don't know me by now, then like, I'm sorry to, to tell you. Like, But <laughs> I've known Raza Mocha for like 13 years since they started the show. They've helped me through so much crap. I've been fired from jobs by going on Razamoka show. I've been hired from jobs <laughs> for being on a Razamoka show. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we have a lot of history. And, like, the love that I have for you guys, I go, this is, this is my way to show my love and my respect to them. You uh, know what I mean? You are. So, uh, we love you, man. I love you guys, too, man. And once it's ready, I'm telling Maury, man, I'll send a flipping bud to the station so you can smoke that if you want. Well! <laughs> you know, there are against that in this yeah, place. Yeah, like maybe like the you can you can smoke weed just about anywhere now, right? Uh, yeah, but absolutely. I, you but can smoke it anywhere. You bad, can mail it anywhere. Yeah, don't send that to work. <laughs> I don't know, Maury man. But, then, get a hold but of then your next option yeah. is what you meet you meet up with him at like a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, like like there's there's a couple places. Okay, don't send it to the office. Uh, don't tell Mocha you're gonna meet him at his kid's daycare. Right? <laughs> like there's like there's, there's just there's a few places you don't want to send the weed all right there's a secret kind of nook near my condo yeah we could hide out there it's very dark maury wants the weed maury's gonna try it oh well maury once it's ready you know my my instagram dm me i think you got my number text me man i'll meet up with you i have no problem i just want to know what Roz makes me feel like when i smoke them excuse me exactly right that's my fear right there this is why i don't want you to do it this is why i'm gonna pour this is why i'm gonna murder the whole thing (laughs) 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 ah fabian you know we got nothing but love for you brother thank you so much for checking in feelings mutual man i love you guys have a great flipping week man the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you uh, watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians last night? I did not. No. However, a friend of mine PVR'd it and will be watching. And then this you evening. will call them to get the recap and if I'm interested. Everything. Okay, I got you. 
Uh, Why? What happened? But I guess last night was the night that the cast told the crew that they weren't continuing on with the show. And, oh, for real? Yeah. And what they did was while they sort of all got together and deliberated to determine whether they were going to continue on with the show, they filmed everything on iPhones. So the crew wasn't involved in that portion. So oh, there's smart. a part where you see all the ladies sitting around discussing whether they're going to continue or not and sign this big agreement with E. And they filmed that on their phones. Oh, wow. And that's just so the crew wasn't involved in that. And their longtime executive producer wasn't involved in any of that. So their decision never got out ahead of time. Wow. So basically, basically their deliberations were private. Yeah. And then they eventually all sort of left the room and went and broke it to the crew. These people that they had been working for for years, I guess. How many seasons now? Oh, God, 20? 20? Yeah. 20, 20 seasons, From right? What I hear. Yeah, long time. Yeah. Very long time. So here's that. There's no easy way to say this except just to say it because we love you guys all so much. And it's almost like ripping off a Band-Aid. But we just wanted to tell you in person that we won't be going forward with filming the show anymore. It's been a really excruciating decision to make. This journey's been the most incredible thing that we've ever done. And we can't even express the appreciation that we have for you along the way. I hope you guys feel like respected and appreciated because even if we don't say it, like I think of you guys as my second family and, and I know we're all really, really grateful. And when it's happy, it's happy. But when people are there for you, when life sucks that's what matters and i just want you guys to know like how much we really appreciate you guys each and every one of you for spending time away from your families to be with our crazy family oh man yo my friend's gonna be so heartbroken when we watch this <laughs> yeah. tonight not you though right not me. No. <laughs> no. yeah the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast did you watch uh, Elon Musk on SNL? I watched all of SNL. You did? The entire the whole show. thing. From beginning to end. Live or the next day? <laughs> next day. Okay. I haven't watched that show live in like years. Killed, man. The ratings are huge. I will say. The ratings for uh, Elon Musk, uh-huh. as far as this season goes, are up there with when Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle hosted. Wow, really? And they had the advantage of happening at like massive heightened political social unrest where people tend to gravitate towards SNL um, to watch the skewering happen. So this is a very calm time politically and Elon Musk shows up and he's right up there with numbers that uh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle pulled. I watched, um, as I'm sure why the ratings are so high, out of curiosity, right? Um, I thought, like, the show wasn't any better than previous episodes. No. But it wasn't as bad as what I had expected or I think what a lot of people thought it right. was going to be. The two it big was just SNL. Yeah. No, it was. The, the two big headlines, one, when uh, he admitted publicly for the first time during his monologue that um, he has uh, Asperger's syndrome. It's an honor to be hosting Saturday Night Live. I mean that. Sometimes after I say something, I have to say, I mean that. (laughs) So people really know that I mean it. That's because I don't always have a lot of intonation or variation in how I speak. (laughs) Which I'm told makes for great comedy. (laughs) I'm actually making history tonight as the first person 
with Asperger's to host SNL. Or at least the first to admit it. So we'll make a lot of eye contact with the cast tonight. But don't worry, I'm pretty good at running human in emulation mode. <laughs> and I guess people are saying that Dan Aykroyd uh, also revealed years ago that he has Asperger's as well. Um, and then Dogecoin is, I guess it started out as a goof. I don't know a lot about cryptocurrencies, but I know that anything Elon Musk says about Dogecoin affects the status and affects the valuation and it affects the trading point and it affects get, it yo, affects everything I about dogecoin for that yeah. like all the time on twitter and so elon musk showed up on um on weekend update as some sort of fake financial analyst yeah um talking about dogecoin and this is how that conversation went prices have been soaring for cryptos like bitcoin ethereum and especially dogecoin oh right now what what is dogecoin well it actually started as a joke based on an internet meme but now it's taken off in a very real way. Okay, but what is Dogecoin? I keep telling you, it's a cryptocurrency you can trade for conventional money. Oh, so it's a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. <laughs> Why did you say that, man? To the moon! <laughs> Okay, yeah. so so yeah. Uh, during the day, Dogecoin was uh, trending at around seventy-four cents. This oh. was before SNL went on the air. Um, it would peak at a dollar for the first time, and then while the show was going on, wobbled between forty-nine cents and sixty-nine cents. Oh, really? Right. So as Elon Musk was doing SNL, yeah, the price of Dogecoin was going bonkers. Wow. Right. I'm still not buying it. No, though. neither am I. <laughs> Maybe I should. I missed out on Bitcoin and all that stuff. I don't. But here's my problem. Right. Here's my problem. Is like I, I don't know how. Like yeah. I don't know how to buy. Dogecoin, and I'm certainly not going to click a link that winds up in my inbox. Oh, absolutely not! Right? No, no, that's like, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know how to do any of that stuff. I'm sure there are, you know, people, smart people out there who could help you out. Yeah, but am I going to? Nobody. Re- if it involves your money, right? And they're smart. Nobody wants to help you out. Everybody wants to get a piece. You should email Elon Musk. Yeah? It's probably just like Elon at gmail.com. Yeah, no, I know, it, you're no, right. It's Elon at Tesla.com. I've tried. Oh. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Dude, I got something great to read to you. Okay, go. Think about your life in quarantine. Actually, our life, like yours and mine's in quarantine, during quarantine, hasn't really changed too, too much because we still throughout the entire pandemic, got up early, came to work, went home, continued with the day, right? Exactly. Now, your uh, situation is a little bit different because of ET Canada. You don't go to the TV studio, but you're still working a full day from home. Yes. People are sharing the uh, most unhinged habits that they've developed during quarantine. Oh. So is there anything that happened, like, in your life at home that you think was developed or brought on since the pandemic started? Okay, give me a minute to th- tell me what you're going to tell me, and then give okay. me give me a beat to, to 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 sit on this here. Somebody said I don't eat the middles of Oreos; I <laughs> save them. But then they didn't follow up by saying where they keep the Oreo middles. Oh, like, do you mash it all together in like one snowball? If they and- use it later on, yeah. How they use it later on? Oh, right. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another one writes: My whole family is in on it, like a communal descent into madness. We have a plastic duck. 
Her name is Martha. We move her around the house and then act like she got there on her own. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody puts her on, like on top of the, the hood range above the stove. And you're like, yeah. Martha, how'd you get up there? <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> wow. Martha's in the kitchen now. Wow. Another person wrote, I live near an airport, and at the beginning of the pandemic, I downloaded this app that lets you check local airplane radar. Now, every time that I hear a plane go by overhead, I check the app to see where they were coming from, and I imagine what it would be like if I were in that place right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've been obsessed with the turkeys that live outside of my bedroom window, and every day at sundown, I watch them. It's become a ritual. I call this turkey time. <laughs> And it's gone to the point where if for some reason, due to bad weather or something, the turkeys aren't there, I feel like my world is crumbling. They are my comfort turkeys. <laughs> I'll tell you, Catherine has always um, fed the critters in the backyard, whether I agree with that or not. Um, and she, she tells me you don't. Nah, it's fine. Um, but uh, she keeps a giant, like that, like a pillowcase size bag of peanuts in the pantry. Yeah. Right. And every now and then, uh, when the cats are being a little, like when they're fighty or when they're like they need to burn off some steam or whatever it is, Catherine opens up the back door and dumps about seventy-five to hundred peanuts right there on the back deck. Jeez, oh, that's a so, lot. So, so the cats can calm down and then they just sit and watch the squirrels. Right. This takes a couple hours. They all just sit. The three of them lined up at the back door watching the squirrels and i found now that when Catherine dumps the nuts i sit with them and watch the squirrels no do you really yeah it's like a little family time yeah it's like That's it's nice. yeah it's cat tv is what Catherine calls <laughs> it but it's also Roz tv uh again people are sharing their the most unhinged habits that they've developed during the quarantine there's a group of squirrels that bury their nuts in my little backyard <laughs> I gave them all names, backstories, and a clan rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe y'all need to do that at home, Ross. I think so. <laughs> uh, I bought my cat. Okay. And you're a cat owner. Uh -huh. I bought my cat and I matching red silk robes, and I put them on us on Sundays to watch true crime shows. <laughs> Shut up. I don't know if I believe that one. Shut up. I tell my dog everything about my life, and when I feel like she's done her fair share of emotional labor for me, I go to my rabbit, and I tell him stuff as well. <laughs> I don't sleep through the night, so at 3 a.m. I get up and I eat a croissant on my nightstand. <laughs> so instead of witching hour, it's the croissant hour. I put my stuffed animals in chairs and give them mugs, so it feels like I'm working in a coffee shop when I'm actually <laughs> desperately alone. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's so sad. <laughs> okay, I have two more. Two okay, more. yeah. Before I moved, I would go for a sunset walk every night behind my house and write the names of the people I hate in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, finally, people are sharing uh, most unhinged habits that they've developed during quarantine. I started taking shots of maple syrup whenever I get stressed. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, you better check that blood sugar. Oh, <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I was watching this interview that uh, Emily Blunt did with Howard Stern yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I like her. I didn't know that she was supposed to be Black Widow or she turned down Black Widow. Oh, for real? Yeah. Huh. Because what's happening now is people really want John Krasinski and Emily Blunt to be 
I guess, Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic and the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Right? I've seen that for forever. a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. Oh, my God. Please tell me. Did she tell Stern that she wants, she's into so it? So John Krasinski, we know, is into it because he had said, like, even a few years ago, like, hey, if they're looking at me for Mr. Yeah. Fantastic, keep looking because I am like, or stop looking at anybody else because I yeah. am down. Um, but the, the question then became, would Emily Blunt do it? So this is what Emily said. No, that is fan casting. That, and no one has received a phone call. That is all, um, that's just people saying, wouldn't that be great? And, and uh, that's it. I love Iron Man. I wanted to work with Robert Downey Jr. It would have been amazing. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know if superheroes are for me. They're not, um, they're not up my alley. Thanks. It's been exhausted. I think it's just that we are inundated. It's not only all the movies, it's the endless... TV shows as well. And it's not to say that I would never want to play one. It would just have to be something so cool and like a really cool character. And then I'd be interested. But in general, I don't race to see superhero movies. And maybe because I feel they leave me feeling a bit cold. I can't explain it. I'm not, I can't get in there. See, so now, you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> See, now that is an answer. What Andrew Garfield gave a couple of weeks ago when they asked if he was going to be in the Spider-Man movie yeah. was not an answer. This is an answer when somebody's sincerely not doing something. What Andrew Garfield did was just bad acting when yeah, he, he said, when he said, "Oh, I didn't get a call." And if you if you remember the amount, and I don't, I'm not saying Emily Blunt is lying, right? Yeah. She's not like everybody else, but especially with the Andrew Garfield thing in Spider-Man. There's a long list of people who lied about being cast in the MCU. Yeah. Right? A long list of people. Paul Rudd denied that he was cast as Ant-Man for years. Right? Um, Tatiana Maslany. Do you remember when that story first came out that she was going to be She-Hulk? Yeah. And her reaction was she said this. That actually isn't even a real thing. It's like a press release that's gotten out of hand. It's totally not. I've been connected to these things in the past and press has gotten onto it, but it's not actually a thing, unfortunately. She was already, yeah, she was signed you know, on. Yeah, she was signed. Yes. Girl. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch denied forever that he was Doctor Strange. Yeah. Can't fool us. Brie Larson denied forever that she was Captain Marvel. Joaquin Phoenix said that there, he was like, I have no idea. What is the Joker movie? <laughs> Thanks. Jason Momoa told... Um, Jimmy Kimmel, that he lied for four years about being cast as Aquaman. No. Because all the delays and the amount of time it takes production to happen, everything else. He was Aquaman for four years and, and, had, to, and, and, had, to, and had to lie about it. Four oh, years. Man. And had yeah, to, I would never and had trust to lie a single thing you it. say ever again. But I love Emily Blunt in that world, though. So do I. I, I think she'd make a great, but I a don't, great addition to the Fantastic Four. But are you excited for Fantastic Four? I mean, like, the is that original really, ones that, is that really they the did were, were, weren't the best. The one that they did recently, like the most recent one with Michael B. Jordan. And it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was oh. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. I, okay, maybe because I really wanted to like it. Yeah. I really wanted to like it. Right. And yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It's like so, falafel. You know what I mean? I'd heard falafel's great my whole life, and then I had falafel. I was like, that's okay. Yo, falafel's delicious. Nah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It's not meat. Yeah, I've gone to the right place. No, though. it's not meat. No, it's so right? good. That's fine. It's fine. But that's what you are with with Captain. With the uh, yeah, I know. More falafels <laughs> are awesome. Thank you. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. 
Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. Erica, what's going on? It's Bras and Mocha. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you today? Oh, uh, you know, living the dream. Yeah? Are you, though? What's on your mind? Um, I want to get married, but I'm worried that my boyfriend doesn't. Oh, so you wrote us this. Raz and Mocha fixed my life. You've been with your boyfriend for two years. You've been living together for a year. Uh, we honestly have what I describe as the perfect relationship. Sounds great. However, there is one thing that plagues me, you say. Uh, I want to get married, and I'm not 100% sure he does. We used to discuss rings and guests in the beginning of our relationship, but he requested we stop talking about marriage until our cohabitation agreement was finalized. His parents are also currently going through a divorce, and I'm worried that this has pushed him in the opposite direction. Please help me and give me some advice on what to do. What is a what is your cohabitation agreement? Um, it was basically he owns his home, and I moved in with him. So mm-hmm. it was basically just to protect um, his assets and my assets. It's basically a prenup. Really. <laughs> very, very mature of you, both of you. Very mm-hmm. mature. Um, and it, and that's not finalized, right? No, nope, it is. It's uh, been oh. finalized for three or four weeks now. How long have his parents been going through a divorce for? Um, past eight or nine months. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's probably weighing on his mind. Not the fact that he doesn't want to get married to you or he doesn't want to be married in general. It's just the fact that his parents are going through a divorce. I don't know how long they've been together for, but it's definitely something that is on his mind that uh, he's probably not even thinking about taking next steps right now, right? Yeah. So I think that the question that you need to ask him and, and sit him down, because if you guys are open enough to talk about a cohabitation agreement and you guys have that kind of relationship, you can have these conversations. There's no doubt in my mind. But I think that the one thing that you may need to ask him is you can be straight up and just say, I'm getting a little sense of hesitation from you, uh, but also mixed messages. And one of the things that you need to clear up is, it is his reluctance to be married or is his reluctance to have a wedding? Because for guys, oftentimes those are two different things. Um, the wedding and the marriage don't necessarily fall in the same place in the brain. And if his parents are going through a divorce, he's thinking that this was supposed to be a day of celebration and getting family together and all this stuff and start thinking about the future and, oh, my God, how great are weddings. Uh, But his parents' marriage is falling apart, and how does that fit into a big happy day? And it's probably extremely stressful because when you start thinking about rings and guests and centerpieces, he's thinking about how do I manage my mom and dad in the same room together? And that may be killing him inside. Uh, Not necessarily being married, but the wedding may be the thing that's causing him the stress. Right. Okay. Makes sense. That's my my guess. How how often are you bringing it up or have you like stopped? Like I basically stopped um, because he said like, let's not talk about it till the cohabitation. And that took about six months. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So that whole time I didn't mention anything. And then now that it's done, he hasn't brought it up and I was kind of expecting him to. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and he hasn't. So I'm a little on edge about bringing it up because I don't want to push him either like, like one way you, or the other. Were you bringing it up a lot, though, before? I don't think it was a lot. No, I think you can bring it up, but don't push like don't yeah. don't don't ha- don't start the conversation with. So the thing's done. Let's start planning. I think that yeah. you I think that you need to, to, to sit with your guy and try and figure out where his head is at and where his heart is at. And have that conversation rather than saying, hey, all those things you said that we needed to wait for, we've now waited for. So let's get our asses into gear. Because if this isn't something that is still a conversation, obviously there's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And that's the the sort of problem that you need to solve first before you start planning. You need to figure out what his reluctance is. And I right. think you guys, you, guys, you guys can do that. You sound like you have a very 
open line of communication between the two of you? It's honestly, it's amazing. It's so different from every other relationship I've ever been in. Like so, we don't have secrets, which is why oh, this is bugging me so yeah. much. But I, I think that I, I think that you need to, to first figure out whether his his reluctance or hesitation is marriage or if it's the wedding. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the first conversation that you need to have, because if it's the wedding, you guys can still, you know, you can get married and then maybe prolong the, the you know, big celebration party or you can find a way to do it. Or that's what he may need you for. Right. Like if his if his hesitation is that his parents are breaking up and he doesn't know how to deal with that on his big day and your big day and he's going to be a wreck the whole time and he can't be there for you in the way that he, that you need him to be there for you then you help him through it right you you part you partner up with them can do that yeah right. yeah that's what i'd do no i appreciate it like i've asked friends and stuff and it's just like i'm getting conflicting advice so i wanted an outside perspective yeah. don't you don't want to you, you can't go you can't start having the conversation though of listening to people that are like you know kick his ass into gear and all this stuff yeah. none, none of that none of that helps had his had his parents not been going through divorce this would have been a completely different thing um i i think that that you need to to sort of get to the to the root of the problem of why he's reluctant to even speak about it because to me that just says that he's hurting and you got to figure out what is what's hurting him and what he doesn't want to talk about Right. All right, Erica. Yeah, thanks a lot. All right. You got it, girl. You take care. Um, I actually have a question for Maury real quick. Okay. okay. What is your question, Erica? I was just wondering if Maury still has his mermaid tail. Do you still have your mermaid tail, Maury? Although that was a rental. Oh, ew. Oh, really? I got the key one because that was the one that went with you. Oh, 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 you. Oh, so so years ago, remember when Maury went for mermaid lessons back when you could go into a public pool? Mermaid Mermaid University, where they put you in a pool and they gave you a mermaid fin and they taught you how to swim like a mermaid. Uh Erica, you went with Maury? I did. How did you get to keep your mermaid tail? They gave it to me. Me and my uh, my friend Victoria. They just said, "No, they're yours. Keep them." Oh, and you didn't oh, keep no. yours, Maury? I think because mine was like a little bit thicker material or something. I don't You're know, a I little didn't... thicker material. Guys, <laughs> 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 stretch it out, right? <laughs> they're like, "We can't use this now." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Erica. No problem. Have a great day, guys. Bras and mochas fix my life on Kiss. I'm going to tell you this wild story out of Montreal. I know how much you hate Montreal. Well, no, hold on now. Hold on now. Hold people on now. Montreal. Hold on. No, people no, in Montreal. No, 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 no. I was born in Montreal. Yeah. Right? But what is it you hate again? Uh, it's just, listen, I, I, I just appreciate. Like the, the I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll leave it at that. How about that? But I do appreciate the, um, the, the pettiness that it gave me. True. Yes. This wild story of coincidence and robbery. Okay. And that's what you get. So there's this woman. She's riding her bike to this apartment complex. Mm -hmm. And I guess she owns a unit. Maybe she's renting it out. But she needed to go to check in on things. Takes her bike. Leaves it in front of the building. Doesn't lock it up. Goes inside. Checks on the apartment. Looks out the window. Mm -hmm. At the time, there's a guy just, like, lingering around her bicycle. Hops on it. She races out of the apartment to chase this guy down. She can keep up with him just a little bit, but he's on the bike. Mm -hmm. He takes off. She encounters two ladies who are riding their bikes, says, please help me get this guy. Turns out one of the women on the bike is an ex-police officer. Excuse me. These two chase this guy. On bicycles. On bicycles. Okay. They encounter another person who sees this chase happening and decides to join in. How would you you even know it's a chase? I have no idea. I have no idea. But this third person... Arrête! Arrête! Then 
then calls the cops. So you have three people yeah. on bikes chasing this other guy on the stolen Who's bike. Who's now on the lamb. Yes. And then the police show up and start chasing. So three people on bikes, police officer in a car chasing this guy who stole a bike in Montreal down okay. the street. Okay. Next thing you know, and I don't know if it was, because the story doesn't say if it was the same police car mm-hmm. that was in the chase or if it was another police car that was parked. Okay. But the guy on the stolen bike, boom, Hit hits the police car. car, rolls over, and then the police then arrest him. What happened to the bike? That doesn't oh, seem lady. like it's that doesn't seem like it's good for the bike to hit a police car. I'm sure it's gonna need a tune up, but the lady got her bike back. But they chased this guy for 17 kilometers. Excuse me. <laughs> this chase okay. 17 kilometers. I, okay, so I listen, uh, I don't have the cardio to steal bikes, is okay, <laughs> is what I've realized from this story. <laughs> Uh, I would have made it. I would have made it a block, and then I would have. I would have smelled hot dogs and poutine, and I just would have stopped. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your bike back. It's yeah. a mistake. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Boom! Here we go. Say what? <laughs> what? Let's do the news. Oh yeah, right. News time. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> We do this every podcast, God, do bro. Do you know how, like, uh, I don't mind if anybody reminds me of anything because I forget a lot of things. Yeah. But I take it such, like, I, it hurts me so much when Maury is the one that reminds I me know. of something. I know. Like, like, how badly have I forgotten that Maury <laughs> is now the one yeah. re- re- reminding me? And in this me. room, out of all of us, oh. Maury is probably the most forgetful out oh, of everybody. It makes me sick to my stomach. Anyway. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Let's do the news! You didn't ask me if I'm ready. It's like you forgot how to do it. What? You're supposed to ask me if I'm ready. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. For God's sake. <laughs> Yo, Mori got you shook today, I huh? I know. Mori, <laughs> can try you again? please just turn your back for one second, more. Just turn your back for one second. Don't show it to me. Don't present yourself. I just said, just turn your back for a second. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Okay, so this Jake Paul, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul schlamaze that went down yesterday. Mm. So Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather are fighting. Correct. The press conference, Floyd Mayweather was doing the full carpet, I guess, talking to hundreds of media. And Jake Paul walked up to Floyd Mayweather on the carpet and started getting in his face, basically saying, why don't you take both of us on in one night? And then they were John back and forth. And then Jake Paul becomes like a 10-year-old in the schoolyard and snatches the baseball hat off Floyd Mayweather's head and just simply says, gotcha hat, and then runs as Floyd Mayweather's bodyguards pummel Jake Paul. So this is that. Floyd, you really want to take them both on at the same night? Both Absolutely brothers? easy. You got two fake fighters. A fake fighter. I'm a real fighter. You looking over here? Hmm? What's up? You want to you run it two in one night? Absolutely. You want to run it two Absolutely. in one night? Absolutely. Get Al Hamer. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me call Al Hamer. Let's make boss. it happen. I'm a two in one night. Got your hat. Oh. Oh. Let it go. Let it go. And they're chasing each and other then, all around the arena. And this went on for a long time. So within minutes of that, Jake Paul... Um, changed his Twitter handle name to simply Gotcha Hat. He immediately launched a web store selling Gotcha Hat hats. Uh, Which, by the way, the dad hats are 25 bucks, snapbacks are 25 bucks, and he's also got hoodies, 
T-shirts, a coffee mug, and a sticker. Also last night, he got <laughs> gotcha hat with a hat tattooed on his leg. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. <gasps> so this was this was Jake Paul's uh, reaction uh, following everything that went down. Gotcha hat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Next. I just want to say, like, I apologize for my behavior, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't have acted that way, and uh, you can suck. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Say what you yeah, want. You, These guys can promote a fight, man. Yeah, you, I will you, say this. You're going to make this guy so angry? These guys can promote a fight. And then after all of this was over, yeah. um, Floyd Mayweather, with no hat and his messy hair, uh-huh. actually sat down to do an interview, and they released a clip of that interview with Barstool. And here's a tiny little bit of what is to come. Today I have a small problem. It's a little problem. What happened? Really no big problems. Um... Kid wanted to test the waters and try me out. He stole your hat, no cap. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Good metaphor. Good. I think I still got the cap. So where the cap at? I think we still got it somewhere. Was that an important cap to you? <laughs> it's not an important cap, but it is what it is. He did what he did, and I did what I did. Man, oh. you ever be in a position where somebody you know did something and then you got beat up for it? Right. I know. Right. That's basically what Jake Paul just did to his brother, because Logan Paul up to this point has been fairly cool. Right. He's been taking it seriously and doing a little trash talking, everything else. No, but Jake Paul, he just took it to but like Jake a, Paul a next level is a whole other level. But Jake Paul's not even fighting Floyd I know, Mayweather. I know. So now Logan is going it's to get all... his ass beat double <laughs> because of what his I dumb know, but brother it's all part did. of the promotion, right? I know that's not going to stop an ass beating, though. No, absolutely all, all, not. Quote unquote, all part of the promotion yeah. is not going to stop you from taking a couple real hard shots because of what your dumbass oh, brother did. Floyd Mayweather is not going to hold back My a couple man. of those punches. Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, last night on Grey's Anatomy was the exit of uh, Jesse Williams. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! You no, know, you're supposed to say spoiler alert before. <sighs> I always forget. I always so Jesse Williams isn't on the show anymore? So, yeah, ja- Jackson Avery, they set it all up for him to leave. His uh, final episode is going to be May 20th. Uh, he tells People Magazine, I will forever be grateful for the boundless opportunities provided uh, me by Shonda Rhimes, the network, the studio, fellow castmates, as an actor, director, in person. I have been obscenely lucky to learn so much from so many, and I thank our beautiful fans who breathe so much energy and appreciation into our shared worlds, the experience and endurance born from creating nearly 300 hours of uh, leading global television is a gift I will always carry. I am immensely proud of our work, our impact, and uh, to be moving forward with so many tools, opportunities, allies, and dear friends. So also he reunited with April last night. Spoiler alert. And April and Tom broke up, which nobody knew. Uh Spoiler alert, I guess. Um, and then wait, so where is he going? So he's moving to Boston, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, uh-huh. to run the Avery Foundation. Spoiler and alert. They have a kid, and I completely forgot that he and April had a kid. The kid's never the kid hasn't been in the show in years, and then all of a sudden he shows up and he's like, Oh yeah, how you doing? Daddy's home. Uh when he goes to April's place, and yeah. then he asks April to move to Boston with him, and then April's like, I don't know if I can. And then he's like, Listen, tell Tom, you know, Tom will follow you and I'll set you guys up with a good life. You guys can do whatever you want. And then the next 
next day she's like tom and i broke up and, and then yeah alert. and then he was like did you go to church and she's like yeah and then she's like did you go to the woods and he was like yeah and then they were both like why do you always do what's that what's in the woods it's where he goes to think it's oh. been a, it's a whole thing it's a whole thing okay. it's a whole it's a whole thing okay he goes he goes running like bear grills whenever yeah. he has got something on his mind okay uh and then uh, and then that's it so uh there you go you're all caught up on Grey's anatomy also <laughs> also uh, jesse williams is leaving no oh what Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. A rapper by the name of Kid West has filed a federal complaint in New York. Okay. Citing, quote, nearly identical, unique rhythmic, lyrical, and thematic compositional and performance content contained in the chorus or hook against Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover's This Is America. Oh, wow. So, All this time later? Yeah. So This Is America, if you remember, like cleaned up the Grammys, this thing. Yeah. Like this was a cultural phenomenon. So here's a little bit of uh, Childish Gambino, This Is America. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Oh, it's a Grammy winner right there. Look what I'm whipping now. So good. Now, here is a little bit of... So that was This Is America from 2018. Mm-hmm. Here is a little bit of Kid West from 2016 that he uploaded on Spotify called Made in America. Okay. I'm making the mission. I'm made in America. Flex on the radio. It made me a terrorist. Pessimist. You should just cherish this. 2016 rappers, yeah. You should be aware of this. I'm making the mission. Made in America. Yeah, I can see how they sound the same. Like similar. That's tough. You should just cherish this. That's tough. 2016 rappers, yeah. You should be Yeah, some of the cadence is 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 the same, right? This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Yeah, it's a little bit the same, right? A little too much the same. Yeah, and I understand with some hip hop now, like the delivery of lyrics, artist to artist, group to group, is similar. But that's the kind of style. But this right here is a way more similar, bro. Like, not only is the the sort of beat and cadence and everything else the same, but one of the songs is called "This Is America," the other song is called "Made in America." Yeah, not cool. Yeah. Even like listening a second time, yeah. it's even more close. I think Challenge Gambino going to have to pay up. Yeah. I think so too. Mm-hmm. That's very close. Yeah. A little too close. <sighs> well, there you go. Hopefully that kid wins a Grammy too then. <laughs> he won't, but you know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, in a brand new interview with the Wall Street Journal, former bachelor Matt James talks about why he has reconciled with Rachel Kirkconnell. Now, hmm. if you remember the way things ended on After the Final Rose when they were sitting down talking and Matt basically said that there is zero room for negotiation, that he is not there for her and that the door is closed. So let's take you back now to After the Final Rose. I, did, I didn't sign up to have this conversation. And I knew that I had to take a step back for you to put in that work that you outlined that you needed to do. And that's something you got to do on your own. And that's why we can't be in a relationship. Was the door even slightly open for relationship 
reconciliation here. I don't want to be emotionally responsible for those tears because it's like the work and the reconciliation that needs to be done is, is work that I can't do for you. And I know that you're capable of doing it. And the last thing I want is for people to be calling to have you canceled or people to be calling you out for things. I really want them to call you in and I want you to do this work because that's the best thing that can come out of this. And that's something that she's got to do on her own. Ooh, so a lot of people very unhappy with Matt James yesterday. Yeah. A lot of people. Very, uh, the, the word that was used more often than, than, than not was disappointed. Uh, so Matt James told the Wall Street Journal this, I think the best way to put it is that we can have critical conversations about being in this relationship and what I need in a partner, especially if that woman isn't black, is to understand what comes with me and my life in being black. He goes on to say, it's on people who care about being allies to do the work to truly be anti-racist. And I think it's unfair to leave people without the ability to unlearn and be better. So they are back together. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Surprising, like, not surprising. I'm actually very surprised. Yeah. To be honest with you, especially after what he said on After the Final Rose. Right. But I don't know between that time and now what, con- like, I know that we've seen them yeah. around together. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those conversations are mm-hmm. between them. Mm-hmm. Should I be disappointed? I would, I would be interested to know what they talk about. Um, I don't. I don't think I'm disappointed. I'm not surprised. I'll no. be honest with you. I'm not at all surprised. No, um, you know, clearly a lot of what happened on the show, uh, you got to kind of separate it in some sense, right? All that stuff that happened with Rachel happened, you know, before he even knew about it, right? So he fell in love. So there are feelings there, mm-hmm. uh, and I think his thought process is probably, you know, what people will eventually forget about it. I'm gonna move on to the next sort of thing that they're outraged mm-hmm. and upset about, right? So, uh, am I disappointed? No, I'm, no, I'm just not surprised. Not at all. I the way I I see it is that yeah, what the, do you think? The, the, well, I, I it looked what it looks like to me is that these are two people who went through a very traumatic experience, an emotional experience that is very unique to them. And mm. oftentimes, when two individuals go through some sort of trauma, not saying that that's what this is, but this was a lot for both of them to handle. They're the only two people that get the other one. And even when something should pull two people apart, when there is only one other person in the world who understands the inside of that situation, those situations tend to draw you back together. Whether it's for the right reasons or not, you see it all the time when two individuals experience the same thing that nobody else on the planet does. And that's where the conversation picks up, I assume. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you also, I think Matt makes a good point. You know, you got to be able to give people the opportunity to unlearn certain behaviors. And if she shows a willingness to unlearn and to be better, then it's his right to give her a second chance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Controversy at the Kentucky Derby. What happened? Medina Spirit, who uh, won the Derby, following the win failed the drug test wait what the horse did? yes the horse did <gasps> so uh the horse tested positive for um uh beta methadone a steroid injected into the joints to reduce pain and swelling now if he fails a second test he would be stripped of the title and then it would be given to the runner-up uh, who came in second? However, if you bet on that runner-up, you don't get to get you don't get the payout on that bet. Oh, so that doesn't. Yeah, happen. I wouldn't see that happening. Um, 
But uh, trainer um, Bob Baffert, who is like, what? How could this happen? This is his fifth te- horse that has tested positive for steroids in a little more than a year. <laughs> I got a call from uh, Jimmy Barnes. On my, I was headed to the airport. He said he had some horrible news for me that he'd just been uh, been served by the Kentucky Race Commission that Medina Spirit, our derby horse, had tested positive for betamethasone. Betamethasone, even though it's an allowed therapeutic medication, we did not give it. Medina Spirit has never been treated with betamethasone. Yesterday, I got the biggest gut punch in racing for something that I didn't do. And this is really disturbing. It's an injustice to the horse. I don't know what's going on in racing right now, but there's something not right. Okay. Is this tweet from Trump real? Are you sure? Not a tweet. I guess this statement. Are you 100% sure? 100%? So in response to uh, Medina Spirit and the whole doping scandal surrounding the Kentucky Derby, apparently yesterday on Mother's Day, Donald Trump sent out a release that said, so now even our Kentucky Derby winner, Medina Spirit, is a junkie. This is emblematic of what's happening to our country. The whole world is laughing at us as we go to hell on our borders, our fake presidential elections, and everywhere else. Wow. He's just grasping at anything. Wow. wow. The whole, wow. Even the horse is a junkie. <laughs> Get out of here. Even, even the horse is a junkie. <clears throat> That's that crazy, horse. man. That poor horse. I know. They didn't know, right? Wow, my knee's sore. Don't worry, I got you. Whoa, my knee feels great. Yeah. What, I won? That's awesome. <laughs> right? The horse doesn't know. Look at this. I can stand on three legs. Yeah, man. I feel bad for the horse. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So the 2022 Golden Globes will not be airing on NBC amid the backlash against the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Uh, NBC says we continue to believe that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is committed to meaningful reform. However, change of this magnitude takes time and work, and we feel strongly that the HFPA needs time to do it right. As such, NBC will not air the 2022 Golden Globes, assuming the organization um, executes on its plan. We are hopeful that we'll be in a position to air the show January 2023. So do you think the Golden Globes will still take... Place? No, because no network now is going to pick it no. up. No, um, and no, you need stars to go. The Golden yeah. Globes are nothing without stars. Uh, NBC, by the way, pays them sixty million dollars uh, annually. Wow, for the privilege of running the Golden Globes. Um, also, oh, yeah. Warner Media, Netflix, and Amazon have cut ties, meaning that they won't be submitting anything to the Golden Globes. Tom, oh yeah, Tom Cruise gave back his three Golden Globes. Really? Yeah. Uh, for Magnolia, born on the Fourth of July, and Jerry Maguire, but What's this he is just FedEx it over. Yeah, I guess. Think? But this is the crazy thing about the Golden Globes is that this is all stuff that people knew. This is one of those things that the Hollywood institution, the the actors, the stars, the whole machine, everybody knew, but it just hadn't gotten out yet. Yeah. And now that, and it's, now that out, it's out, everyone wants to be a hero. Everybody is taking everybody's taking a stand. Ricky Gervais would call them out on this every single time he hosted the awards show. Yeah. And they would all just sit in the audience and clap and laugh. Well, right? didn't Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, didn't they make that joke? Like after that was this that was after was the that, after? that, that, was, that was after. after? That was after. Damn. Yeah. But Ricky Gervais was mm, uh, like uh, like compl- like he was so blatant about it, yeah. what this organization was like. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> press. Yeah. But uh, so, no, my word. so no Golden Globes. And whether they try and do something online and not have stars there, but still sort of. That's not going to work, it's though. Not, it's not going to work. 
It's not going to work. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, A-Rod is apparently very upset that uh, Jennifer Lopez is back with um, Ben Affleck. Yo, that's quick, huh? Yeah. Nobody leaves first without going. Nobody goes a second without. Nobody leaves first without going a second. Tell me she didn't have that lined up. After 17 Bruh. years. After 17 years. You think he slid into her DMs the way he did please. that next gal from the Rhea app? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And he was like, it's me. It's me. <laughs> uh, he slid in. He was like, yo, Jen, it's me. <laughs> source close to A-Rod uh, says A-Rod is shocked that J-Lo has moved on. He truly thought that they would be able to make it work and reconnect. Uh, he has been reaching out to J-Lo, trying to meet with her, but she's uh, being very short with him, he said. Yeah, because she got Ben Affleck now. Uh, she is not interested, they said, in rekindling any kind of relationship with a rod so they're all wow. ben and ben and jen benifer the first are uh up in montana like driving around like being romantic and where isolated is? and no wyoming is, oh wyoming. Uh, is Kanye. Okay. Um, why montana because i think that it's like private i guess there's not a lot of paparazzi not so private when you get pictures that leak hell no hell no the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast so the Adam Sandler IHOP story just keeps on going. Seriously? So, so there was a TikTok video of a hostess at an IHOP, an International House of Pancakes in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And Adam Sandler showed up with his kid with a mask. And the security camera shows the host walking up to Adam saying there's going to be a 30-minute wait. And then in the video, you see Adam just walking out. Sure. Right? He's cool about and it. And then she didn't know it was Adam Sandler. And then she went on TikTok mortified that she sent Adam Sandler away. And then Sandman was cool with the whole thing. And then he wrote, hey, just so everybody knows, the reason that I left IHOP was because the young lady told me that the uh, all-you-can-eat special doesn't apply to milkshakes. So <laughs> then, uh-huh. then IHOP gets in on this and they say, you know what, Adam Sandler, you may be onto something here. And on your honor, we'd like to declare May 10th, this was yesterday, hashtag Milkshake Monday at IHOP. So what IHOP wound up doing was they, in all of their Long Island locations, rolled out an all you can drink milkshake special. Oh my God, that's so heavy. <laughs> By do- and they donated $1 uh, to the uh, nonprofit Comedy Gives Back uh, organization, up to $50,000 uh, sold. So they did yesterday uh, in Long Island, all the IHOPs, all you can drink milkshakes. No. That's too much. Yeah. One is well, the answer. Thank you. Like, that's all I'd be happy <laughs> to donate you. my money. Thank you. I'll support, no problem, but... Thank you. Milkshake? No, I'm good with one glass. uh, So there's a happy ending uh, to that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Genetically modified mosquitoes are on their way. So mosquitoes, as we know, are some of the deadliest animals in the world, infecting uh, like tens of millions of people with either dengue or yellow fever, malaria, Zika, we know. So there's a British biotech company, and they're trying to change all that. So as a pilot program, Mm -hmm. the company is releasing about 12,000 genetically modified mosquitoes a week down in the Florida Keys over the next 12 weeks. The goal is for these genetically modified mosquitoes to eventually kill off all the disease-carrying mosquitoes. So since it's a specific type of female mosquitoes that are the ones that bite humans and spread the disease, they created the same type of mosquito, but a male that is eventually going to 
kill off all the females. So once the two mate, the gene is passed onto their offspring, killing young females before they reach adulthood. And then these male mosquitoes also, just in case you're wondering, well, how do you tell them apart? The male mosquitoes glow in the dark. So they they glow they glow in like under super mosquitoes like yeah they're, they're like if you shine a specific light on them yeah and you put them all gather them all together you could tell which ones were the super mosquitoes because if you put a specific light underneath them no. or above them they they glow um, making them super identifiable uh, by scientists um, while keeping their killer gene going so eventually all of these specific female mosquitoes will have died off because of this no but then something's gonna happen like something i don't know these super these super soldier mosquitoes something down the line is gonna happen yeah and they're gonna turn on humans (laughs) you think they're gonna turn yep mosquitoes have already turned on humans they're gonna turn like i don't know how or the reasoning but they're going to turn and something's going to happen right. and it's just going to be bad news for all Like of us. maybe they will get to the point of where there are no more bitey female mosquitoes in Florida. And then the, the males will just realize that nobody is afraid of them anymore. Yeah. So now they need to give them something to be afraid of. Yeah. And then guess what? Right. Boom. We're dead. Thank you. Okay. Maybe you're right. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Apparently, uh, Bill Gates was a notorious womanizer throwing naked pool parties with, like, strippers and stuff like that. Bill Gates? Yeah. Yeah. Super nerd? Yeah. So Bill Bill Gates, okay, if you ever watch Silicon Valley, right? Yeah. Bill Gates is starting to sound a whole lot more like Ehrlich than he is... um, Richard Hendricks. Richard, yeah. Yeah. So his biographer, this guy who wrote the biography on uh, Bill Gates years ago, he said that he was known for a wild lifestyle. And in his inner circle was quite notorious for it. But newspapers at the time, like the New York Times, hid all the unflattering reports to continue the spoon-fed stories of Bill Gates, this sort of visionary that we all that we all love. Yeah. Uh, the book was called Overdrive: Bill Gates and the Race to Control Cyberspace. He says, "Quote: They didn't report on the wild bachelor parties that Microsoft's boyish chairman would throw in a Seattle home, for which Gates would visit one of Seattle's all-new nightclubs and hire." dancers to come to his home and swim naked with him and all his friends in their indoor pool what? it was a continuation from his time at harvard where he was still like this uh, when he quote did like the frequent boston when he would frequent boston's notorious combat zone i guess that's an area of boston where there's like a lot of stuff like that going yeah, on yeah. and bill gates was apparently there all the time really all the time wow um uh, his woman his womanizing quote unquote his womanizing was well known although not well reported and this was going on even after he met melinda apparently really? apparently so i had no idea that like i who knew any of this about bill gates right who knew any of this about Bill Gates, but Playboy. all of this like stuff. Bruce Wayne. Yes, he's more Bruce Wayne now than he is. Wow. Like than he is. Um, Richard from Silicon Valley. Richard from Silicon Valley. <laughs> yes, yes. Like he's early. He's a little Ehrlich and a little Bruce Wayne. Not at all Richard yeah. from Silicon Valley. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wild, huh? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So according to TMZ, Ben Affleck started reaching out to Jennifer Lopez back in February. 
What? Excuse me. Come on, wasn't she still with A Rod? Excuse or were things me. Yeah, like but I don't know rocky. when their problems have started, though, right? Huh. Like I don't, I don't know. Sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ that uh, Ben and J Lo were in very regular contact by email, email, old school. Wow. Uh, in early February, when she flew down to the uh, Caribbean to start filming Shotgun Wedding. That was the movie that Army Hammer was supposed to be in with her. Oh, right, yeah. And then they recast it with Josh Demel. Huh. So I guess they So he started reaching out. Started what reaching email out. email addresses. They took they were they were, they said um that the tone of the emails uh wasn't just friendly but more loving and longing for Jen. For instance, really? after seeing pics of Jennifer in the DR, he wrote to tell her how beautiful she looked and mm. how much he wished that he could be down there with her. What? Of course, he was off doing uh, that movie with George Clooney at the time. So this is uh, Ben, right? Come on, and you still saying. sliding into DMs of girls that you're yeah. on that exclusive dating app? Yeah, and then a source tells People because they were all up in Montana, and a yeah. source tells People magazine that she had a great time with Ben in Montana. Of course, love and life. None of this is going over well with A Rod, though. Of course not. No, it's not happening. He must be pissed. He pissed, right? Like, bro, how are you gonna do that? <laughs> I like. I said this a long. As soon as the story broke, broke that they uh, that A Rod and J Lo broke up, I was like Ben Affleck single, mm. and everybody laughed at me. I'm like, no, 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 no. You got it's nostalgia at this point. Yeah, right. It's did like Ben you, email you too. You go. Did he email me? Yeah, I, he did. I didn't knew? think it was him though. So I was like that girl on Raya, and I just blocked him. And he was like, Ross, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Why you did doing? you block me? Yeah. It's me, Ben. <laughs> the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, everybody's talking about Benifer and uh, yeah. <laughs> um, they yes, say love yesterday, Michelle Collins, uh, shared a paparazzi photo of, uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer on Instagram. And yeah. she wrote, JLo's been with Ben for like two weeks and he's hot as S again. What? I bet that Phoenix back tattoo is slowly disappearing like the photo in back to the future. <laughs> Great reference. And then Sharon Stone commented. What? Saying, yeah, I mean, WTF, eh, Rod? <laughs> oh. Yeah, like everybody's got an opinion on Ben and Jen getting back together. Everybody's got an opinion on Ben and Jen getting back together. It's kind of awesome. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hi, uh, guys. we got a lot of great questions for this week's Ask Roz and Mocha. Let's head to the phones first. Hello, Sonia. How are you? Great. How are you? Doing good. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What is your question for the room? So my question for you guys was, do you still play any board games? And if so, do you have any that you like to play with your kids now? Mm, hell yeah. Go for it. Um, my favorite board game is Pop-O-Matic Trouble. Uh-huh. Because when your kid gets to a certain age, Pop-O-Matic Trouble can become very vicious. Because Pop-O-Matic Trouble, unlike other games that you can play, it one, it's fast, and you can do damage to other people, right? Like, you can choose to spare them. Yeah. Because it's all decisions, right? Like, you can choose to spare them or you can choose to crush them, and it gets heated. Like, we have heated rounds of Pop-O-Matic Trouble. Uh, that's my favorite game. Roxy and your kid's a savage. She won't even oh, let you. She won't spare you at all. No. She's a sad. No, her and her mom gang up on me. She and Catherine gang up on me. 
And also, if I like haven't had a six, so I can't get my little guys out of their home base. Yeah. And they're just whizzing around the board, and they're like, you know, gonna win when I don't even have one guy out. It's not like there's any sympathy. Right? None. It's like, oh my god, why does this always happen? Why does Dad always just sit there like a loser and can't get <laughs> one guy? Like it's it's seriously, it's not good. Uh, but uh, but what we do lately is the only game that we play in my house currently is chess. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Rox and I play. That's a good one. We play a lot of chess. We probably even just this weekend. I think we probably played like seven or eight games. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's, yeah. She's good. Yeah. She and I don't hold back anymore. And, yeah. and and I used to, right? I used to, I used to sort of give her an opportunity. If she moved a piece and realized that it was a mistake yeah. and then took her hand away, I would let her go back and remove it. Sure. But now if that hand comes off that piece, I'm like, you're done. Yeah. You're done. No. Rules no, are rules now. Rules are rules now. Yeah. And she beats me, I would say like one, I'm sure she'll disagree with me on this, but she beats me probably like one out of every five times we play. Really? And, 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 wow. it's, and she doesn't beat me by accident. Like she beats me my strategy yeah good for yeah, her yeah she's really she's a really good chess player really good um sonia do you have uh, anything like do you have an answer for this what are your board games that you guys play at home i do i used to play scrabble a lot with my mom as a kid and yeah. then when the quarant- when quarantine started we brought the board out again and now we play almost every day after dinner Oh, yeah. Um, where, oh, yeah. And my mom is so good now. I'm trying to convince her when this is all over to maybe enter tournaments. And <laughs> it gets so competitive. And yeah. it's it's becoming a thing now. And she's really, really, I'm pretty good, too. But she's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we never played board games growing up. Like well, you, my you family? No. Oh, not see, a, we did. Not at all. But Jenna and her family, they played board games all the time. Yeah. So my, like, real introduction to board games uh, came about when Jenna and I met, and they love like every type of board game. They love, uh, they love playing Monopoly. They love playing like all, all the different versions of Monopoly. Like my sister busts out um, like Christmas Monopoly. Yeah. Over the holidays. Wow. That will sit you there. Do you guys fight during Monopoly? Um, we do not. Why do you guys fight at home? Oh, we fight. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we fight. We, we don't. And uh, what's the other game they like? They like playing. I think Life. Yeah, the game of life. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a fun one with a little car, with a little people in a little car. Yeah, and Cruz is four now, game. so he's only now really getting into games. We have one game called uh, Pig Island that yep. we play. <laughs> yeah. And a bingo game called Zingo. Okay. And he's at the age right now, like, so when you, you see your piece come up, you're supposed to yell out because the cards, the, the, the bingo cards, they're not numbers. They're like little um, drawings, right? So they'll yeah. be like a boot or a hat or a cat or a soccer ball. And when the piece comes up, the first person to yell out that piece, you get to take that piece and put it on your on your card. So if I say the piece, because it comes with like a, um, a little canister, right, mm-hmm. that spits pieces out. Right. So if a piece comes out, and if I yell it before he does, like it's happened already where he gets a little bit upset. But I'm like, nah, man, I said it first. Yeah. Right? When you say it first, then you get the piece. Yep. And then, of course, he loves yelling out bingo or zingo. Yeah, you got it. It, it teaches kids to be a loser, you know? Yeah. Uh, in a, and, and I mean that in a good way because kids love winning, but you have to teach them that losing is part of it. Otherwise, if you're a bad loser, nobody wants to play with you, right? Yeah. But every now and then, like a piece will come up, and I'll know it's like I could yell it. <laughs> of course. But I'll just say... I'll keep my mouth shut. He'll yell it. He yes. gets really, really excited. Then we celebrate, right? Yes. So, did, you more. Pl- 
Did you play games growing up more, you and your dad? Oh, my God, all the time. Yeah. A Monopoly, and now we play... I like, don't... And I mean games not like hide the hide the boyfriend when dad comes home games. I won I that mean, one. Other, <laughs> I mean other, other games. I was very good at that one. <laughs> not really. Didn't he catch you? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you lost. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, think, I, think I, think, I think you're like... like, like you, you're tied at this point, right? <laughs> yes. What games did you guys play? Candyland. Yeah. Love Candyland. Monopoly all the time. I played chess with Matthew often. Um, I was never into Scrabble because, like, you have to know Words. how to spell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same, same. I never enjoyed Scrabble either. No. No. Um, Trivial Pursuit was a, uh, oh, that was, a big was an after Passover tradition with my grandmother. Yeah. Um, and there's a cafe in Toronto that I always wanted to go to, but because of COVID, I haven't been able to, mm-hmm. which is called Snakes and Lattes. Yeah, it's fun there. You've been? Many times. Oh, I want to yeah, go so bad. A, so have I. It's great. Yeah, they got the uh, the bookshelves just full of board games. Yeah. You You've been to? No, I haven't been, but I know, well, Roz has been and yeah. Sonia's been. I've heard of other people who've gone. I, I want to go so badly to that place. Yeah, it's fun. You just, like, sit there and, and have some french fries and walk over and grab Battleship yeah. and just kind of go at Battleship, I played that yeah, often. Ba- Battleship's a good game. I've never enjoyed in my life one single time sitting down to play Monopoly. I, really? I've I played... never I've never enjoyed it. I despise Monopoly. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't like it. I've never <laughs> Never liked it. You know what game is awesome? Not not for kids, not for kids. But my I think my favorite game to play with like adults, mm-hmm. right, is Mexican Dominoes. I don't know that one. Mexican Dominoes is incredibly fun. And it's a domino game, right? Uh-huh. So you have this big case of dominoes and then this thing, central hub in the middle. Um, regular dominoes? Like re- they are they are regular dominoes. Okay, yeah. yeah, but they have this regular you have this hub in the middle and everybody starts to play from that hub. Yeah. And you can mess up somebody else's train. Um and it's it's very difficult to explain, but as far as a game goes yeah. with other adults, um Mexican dominoes, I think sometimes they call it the Mexican train. I'm not hundred percent sure. It's my favorite really? uh, sort of like adult game to sit around and play. I love playing dominoes. What about um have, have you guys played and Sonia, this question's for you as well. Cards Against Humanity? Oh, yeah. I love that. I have oh, yeah. so many versions of yeah. that. But is that a game, though? I don't consider that a game. It's a game because you're playing it? it. You're playing cards. It's absolutely yeah. a game. Yeah. You have it's to win the game. I guess. I guess. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. sure. But it's completely subjective, though. That's my problem with, with Cards Against Humanity is that there's no point system based on... Uh, any sort of like hierarchy or criteria, the the winner is determined subjectively by the opinions of the people at the table. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's yeah. not a game. No, no, no. You have one per each time. There's one person that gets to choose the winner of that round. Right, but it's it's subjective, is what I'm saying. It's not like you managed to combine six things and therefore you get six points. This person did three things and they get three, and then you split the difference. And it's not like that. It's somebody goes, "No, I like that one better," because you always get that one jabroni at the table who has either a lousy sense of humor or a very particular <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah. And you could have this amazing combination, and then somebody just writes like they just throw out nonsense that they find like meta or interesting or whatever and then they oh, wind then up they getting the, explained they wind up getting the points yeah right I, I, but I, you I have to do it based on their humor you have to pick your card based on their humor i, I know but like it's not my She's problem right. you, you don't have a sense that. of humor <laughs> Yo, we played that game with my mother-in-law once right yeah very awkward awkward yeah oh it's yeah. so awkward oh, yeah yeah uh, hey sonia thank you so much for your question and thank you for listening Thanks. I love you guys so much. Right on. Love um, you too. Before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? It's Roz, but I have a good reason. 
Yeah. <laughs> Let me just tell you, Sonia, he adjusted himself in his seat and his eyes are closed right now. Solely based on one thing, and it's when you took Roxy to see Carrie, P- Katy Perry, and that is my most favorite thing ever because that memory will stay with her for the rest of her life. And I think it's just the sweetest thing you could have ever done. You know, she's never mentioned it since. You should bring it up. You should bring it up. It was, uh, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful night. Thank you so much, Sonia. Thanks, guys. See Take ya. Care, Bye-bye. Bye. Have you ever played the inappropriate version of uh, Battleship? What's the inappropriate version of Battleship? Where you try and get the little pegs on their penis? What, it's like on a... On whose penis? Where if the boards are there and you try and figure out how to sink their penis. What? <laughs> Battle penis? What's it called? He's it's just, called Maury's no, Everyday Life. As you're playing. Like, did your dad make this out of wood in the garage? Like, is this an actual no, game? No, if you're playing, like, with cute straight people or something, and you try and get them to, like, you try and put where the little pegs or yeah, whatever, yeah. you try and have them have, you try and sort of figure out where it would land to sink their penis. But is it an actual? But but is it a penis or is it a battleship? No, no. You try and have them like where the board is. You try and figure out how to get the pegs there to their penis. Explain this again. I don't understand what you're saying. Okay, sit in front of me. I am. (laughs) I am. I am. I am actually. He means closer. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I I I am literally sitting right in front of you. Right. So if you have like a twenty one or whatever, right? So you try and figure out if you're sitting there where the board is in front of you. Right. How to get it where the peg is off the board and sort of. But how would it go off the board? It's just a version, just to get them to giggle and just to. It was just a stupid thing to do. Giggle and take off their pants and be like, want to (laughs) see? Oh, so it's not actual dirty. You said you want to play the dirty version. No, it's something I made up. Leave it to more. His greatest creative moments in life have been trying to get close to a penis. You know what I mean? Like, in a, in a really like awkward time too. Like you're sitting around playing Battleship with your friends, yeah. right? Here, put this in the end. <laughs> Steven says here, what's worse, damn it, Maury's spelling or Roz's memory? Um, Maury's spelling. Yeah, I would say Maury's spelling. Maury's Absolutely. Spelling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I can be I like if if I forget something and somebody reminds me, I'll I'll like it'll come back to me pretty quickly. Yeah, right. But Maury will consistently spell the wrong thing always. 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 Like even even like even there is like a document could have a million red lines under it, and he just doesn't even know where to start at that point. So I've turned turned that feature off. You did long ago. Spelling grammar. Well, yeah, because it looks looks too cluttery. Yeah, it's ugly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nitu says here, lakefront cottage or countryside ranch home? Countryside ranch home. Oh, no, lakefront cottage. I want a lakefront cottage. Yeah? Yeah, I'd say that for sure. My dream is to have a condo that overlooks the water. Mm. If they didn't put that other condo in front of your condo right now. For one, for like six months? (laughs) (laughs) You could see the lake from your place, right? Yeah, if you squint yeah. slightly. There's a there's a lot of people in this city that bought a beautiful lake view and they uh, they owned it for a month. Yeah. And then they, they just saw all the traffic cones down below and a big hole and you're like, you're oh like, my oh, god, well there goes damn. my view. There goes my view. I remember the the condo that I lived in years ago. One of the big selling features was the view of the city, the yeah. skyline. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It yeah. was gorgeous. And before the condo even closed, before I could even move in. 
another condo was going up right where the view was. So yeah. as soon as I moved in, that new building was there. Yeah. Isn't that crazy how they just allow that to happen? Yeah. I know. I know. It's wild. Um, no, they, uh, I would take definitely space or oh, I don't like lakes. Like no? I'm not, no, no but I'm, lake is space. No, but I'm a pool guy. I'm yeah. not a lake guy. I don't, I don't like boats. I don't like water sports. I don't like any of that Here's stuff. The I'm the exact same way. I yeah. hate all of that, yeah. but I would like a cottage on the lake because I just like that sound. Yeah. See, to me, it's bugs. I don't like the bugs. I don't want to. It's just not. It's not for me. Give me space. I will take like a big ranch house on 40 acres with yeah. nothing uh, before I would do Lakefront Cottage. Really? For sure. I think yeah, having- because I would enjoy I'm going to enjoy my day more jumping on an ATV and bowling oh, around yeah. 10 acres of trail than I am sitting on a dock. Yeah, but at nighttime, it's kind of scary when you have all that land. With water, you know there's the safety of the water. The safety of the water. What are you talking about? <laughs> because, like, there, things aren't going to come out of the water. You don't know things that. Things can come out of the woods. So here's what we're going to do. Okay, this summer more, here's here's what I here's what you I You know what I'm suggest. saying. Yeah, here's what I suggest, okay? Um, you and I are going to, we're going to go out, okay, and we're going to rent a canoe. Mm-hmm. More stream come true. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and you and I are going to go in the canoe. And I'm going to put a life jacket on and you're going to have a life jacket on. And at some point when the sun starts to go down, just as it's about to get dark, you're going to jump out of the canoe and you're going to let your feet dangle in the water with your life jacket on. So there's no risk of drowning. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bugger off for about 15, 20 minutes in the canoe. And then I'll come back and get you. No, thank you. And you tell me how safe the water feels. No, I meant standing on the shore. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yo, you just missed out on a canoe ride. I know, but he's dog. leaving me for 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah. Mel says here, uh, what type of beverage, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, best describes you? Mm, best describes me. Sour milk. Sour milk. I'm just kidding. That hurts. <laughs> Come on, man. Um... Jeez, I don't... I know what Maury's going to say. Maury's going to say some sort of uh, weird blended tea. Yeah, what, right? does, like what a best describes tea. you? I was going to say a Harvey Wallbanger. A Harvey Wallbanger? Just because it's my favorite drink. Right, hold on. Can I, I just, don't even know what's in a Harvey Wallbanger. Let me let me just... Can I Google What's some, in it, Maury? Uh, yeah. It's, so it's orange juice, vodka, and Galliano. Oh, sounds disgusting. Oh, no, it's fantastic. No, I don't think there is one. I just tried to find the ingredients to see if there was something called a glory hole cocktail, but it doesn't seem, <laughs> it doesn't seem to exist. No, but there's a shot called a blowjob. No, I know that. I know, I know that. I know, I know that. Let me see if there's, hold on here. Have you ever had one? Um, yes. I don't like them. Not my thing. Um, what are you looking up? Right now, I'm looking up um, cocktail called... Yo, your Google history must be so wild. What? Your I search know. History? It's soiled. It's, it really is. My 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 search history is so ugly. Yeah. One from working working on this show, right? Yeah. Um, uh, like I just Googled cocktail co- cocktail for people who are afraid to be naked, and nothing and nothing and nothing came up. Why don't you type in and gayest then, cocktails? Gayest cocktails. <laughs> cocktail, one word or two? It's one word. Thank you. That would have been a mistake. <laughs> uh, okay, the stereotypical gay drinks. Um, Twinks. Yeah, uh, vodka me. soda, light beer, and uh, Jager bombs. You think you're a twink, Maury? Absolutely. In what world are you a twink? 
I'm smooth. No, no, you are. Oh, no, you you're are not. No, you are far too dad looking to be a twink. I am not a dad. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, you cannot know. Yeah. Do you, you know how much are. that hurts? <laughs> Why does that hurt? Bro, hold on a second. You just last year were crying on this show right before you guys got Andy, your dog, crying about how you're going to be a dad. No, no, no. D- d- this dad's different. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so for the 20-something uh, gay uh, man, they, they prefer cocktails with sexy names like Rim Job or Hole in One. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Dirty 30 set of uh, gay men, Cranberry and Soda or Gin and Soda. The Graceful Days. This is what I'm guessing what you're in, Maury. Uh, <laughs> Smirnoff Ice or Cosmos? <laughs> Smirnoff Ice. Yeah. Gross. Okay. Um, beefcake Men. Gin, <laughs> gin and tonic. That is go. not you. And uh, the Bears prefer pints of beer. So. Um, I thought this list was going to be the things with umbrellas on them and all that kind of stuff. No. Like I said, gayest drinks. Yeah. These are all super gay drinks. You don't think something called a rim job is, <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is a super gay drink? God, remember Smirnoff Ice? We always used to drink oh. that. And then regret the hell out yeah, of it. So yeah, sick. so oh, sick. So sick. Well, I used to. Like, what was the blue one? Rev. Rev. Yeah, yeah. I used to kill Smirnoff Ice back in the Thank day. Thank you, Mike's oh, Hard as well. Gross. Remember Mike's oh, Hard? Yeah. And Sourpuss. Uh, no, nobody. No. Why? Every time we talk about drinks, more you try and be relatable by bringing up Sourpuss, yeah. and every You're time the you only do, one. and every time you do, we're like, we've never had Sourpuss. The one drink that brings me back to my times of clubbing is right. peach schnapps on ice. Peach schnapps? Double I don't even know what's on it. Ice. What or, what's even? in it? What's in it? it no, it's peach schnapps. Peach is, schnapps. Is, that's it's what its it own is. Thing. Oh, it's yeah. its own like liquor? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. Or a brown cow. Which yeah. is? Kahlua and milk. Oh, God. It's so but isn't gross. Kahlua already Who puts like. milk with alcohol? Who yeah. wants to get drunk on milk? Isn't, it, <laughs> isn't Kahlua already like. Milky. Milky already? No, yeah. no, Bailey's oh. is. Bailey's. Oh. Kahlua's yeah. not. When I went to Boots, the super awesome gay club back in the 90s, oh, there was the bartender go. that everybody went to and you asked him for a milkshake. Yeah. And he would Kahlua, Bailey's, everything in this one milkshake, you're on the floor. Yeah. See, that's Ew. not good for me. I can't get drunk on milk. No, that's gross. <laughs> no, it's so thick. Yeah. You got to right? drink it quick too or it gets warm. Yeah. But uh, could you imagine being on a dance floor with a no. milk based cocktail? <laughs> like all so dehyd- all dehydrated. Yeah. What a like, 30 minutes yeah, later. No. <laughs> Who wants to have that? And then you go back for another? Like, no, yeah. you can't mix booze and milk. It's not too thick. Um, Story of Alan says here, you absolutely have to lose either yeah. your wallet, okay. your cell phone, gotcha. or your keys. What do you pick? Um, can I ask how long we've lost it for? Is this a permanent loss or a temporary loss? Let's go under the assumption at the time you are thinking permanent. Okay. So which would I rather lose? My keys? Your keys, your cell phone, or your wallet? Uh, Absolutely, I'm not losing my cell phone. I'm not going to choose my phone. I'm not losing my my keys. My wallet. I'm going to say... My wallet. Oh, your wallet? 100%. Such a pain in the ass to go and change everything, though. And then, like, call... That's what I I mean. Oh, 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 sorry. Riaz, ask me that question again. So you absolutely have to lose either your wallet, your cell phone, or your keys. What do you pick? My phone, 100%. Really? Absolutely. I'm going to say my keys. I buy a new one that day and just upload everything to it. I'd have have my phone back by dinner. Yeah, but you don't save stuff to the cloud. Catherine set it all up for me. Oh, so it's saving. Yeah, I lost my phone too many times. I'm going to say wallet. Really? Yeah, because you can always use your phone. No, it's like you need your phone. Like, who am I? Then I'm, I can't call anybody. Maury's getting so nervous right now. I know. I know. The idea is <laughs> the idea that somebody else would have his phone. 
But like my wallet, what am I going to lose? My like Petro your, Points card? On your phone right now, right? On your phone right now, if you were to lose it, what would be the one thing or the few things that you would be just mortified if someone went through your phone and found? My Twitter history. Your Twitter history? Like, what are you, what do you talking mean? about? My Twitter searches. Your Twitter searches? Yeah. Why? Well, because right now, if you look at the Twitter searches, it's like Roz Mocha and Oh, wow. What? <laughs> wow. Has anything come up with the, the, the both of them? It's <laughs> <laughs> a combination of words. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you get any hits with that? <laughs> How many? Uh, yeah, no, I'm definitely saying my uh, I would lose my phone because the wallet is such a pain in the ass. Like, I don't want to have to deal with, especially during COVID, to go and try and get a new driver's license. Yeah. I don't want to have to deal with getting a new health card. I don't want to have to sit, sit with the credit card companies. Yeah, and that's then, the worst. And then, and then when I get rid of those credit cards, then I got to go on, on Netflix and I got to put the new credit card number in. And I got to do yep. the same thing on Apple and, and Amazon and everything else. No way. Take my phone. No, I'm keeping my phone. I'm keeping my wallet. I'll get new keys. What? Really? I can get new keys. Yeah. <laughs> oh no way! I can't. No, I would feel so invasive. I only have. Uh, You'd two... feel so invasive. <laughs> <laughs> I only have two keys on my key ring. Oh, dude, what is it? The house key and the car key. Yeah, and that's oh, it. You don't have other stuff. I huh? no. no. Was a car key, mailbox key, the keys to the condo, and the old key to my office that no longer exists upstairs. Right. And what about? Why the... do you still have that key? That it's door like... doesn't even exist in this in this building. Yeah, it's that's like... right. No, it's like a remember when. Oh, yeah. It's not even like that office is still there. Like, it's no. a big, giant open space now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you went up there right now, you wouldn't even be able to find where your no, office was. at all. No, no. They've redesigned that entire floor. And, and isn't still that, have that key, key huge? Yeah. It's, it's a, like, it was a big key, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, it looked like what the kind that, it, like, a, a baby plays yeah. with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, wh- and your wallet. What do you have in your wallet? Because your wallet is huge. I just have my bank card. I have my... Let me see your wallet. Give, me all, the, give me all that stuff. Oh, God. You gonna touch that? Oh, one more of your greasy fingers. Oh, whatever. Hold on, let me see what he has here. I'm gonna go through Maury's wallet. Okay. It's that, very it's highly disappointing. Okay, that is a um T D Visa debit card. Please try and remember what order things are in. No. Um your scene card. Oh god, okay. okay. The oldest looking air miles card I've ever seen in my uh. life. It's all it looks like it's been through a war. Um a Longos card, a um optimum points card, <laughs> a Costco card. A frequent, Didn't your Costco membership run out? Yeah. A frequent steeper card for David's Tea. Wait, David's Tea, I don't think it exists anymore. No, this, they're all online. This is your <laughs> HBC Rewards Point cards. It looks like it was issued in 1986. Yeah, that's like one of the originals. Right? It's blue. <laughs> it's like it's, it's blue. Um, okay. And then, hold on. He's got a wallet in his wallet, which is, <laughs> no, let me get don't. to that in a second. Um, he's got a uh, Petro Canada card. Is that what that is? Petro Canada card. Uh, a Presto card. Um, and then we get into business cards. Does Sarah still work for Cineplex? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then this is a, um, uh, a business card for something called the Tiki Taxi. Okay. That, that Maury keeps in his <laughs> Wait, wallet. Wait, is, is that a taxi? It's a, it's a, a water taxi, right? Does, uh, does Aster still work for H&R Block? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, this is the, does uh, Mimi still work for the Ritz-Carlton? Nope. Okay. Now, and now here's the best part. And then he has his, uh, his benefits card. But Maury has a wallet inside his wallet. So Maury has a bigger wallet. And then stuffed inside his bigger wallet is a tinier wallet <laughs> that looks the exact same. Why? Because it's not a wallet. It's a business card holder. Okay. But I just went through all the business cards. So what does he actually have in his business card? So there's two out of the, what is it, five that you read? 
that those two people still work there? But I use those as fillers so that it felt like it sort of stuffs Maury, it up. Maury has an AeroPlan card that hasn't been used since, I'm going to say, 2005. Very good. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you take all your cards? His benefits card. Oh, here, this is what I was looking for. Whoa, this, is, this, is, this is what I was looking for. Okay, so he has his health card and his driver's license. Here's what, here's what I was looking for. Okay. The only reason why, okay, Maury doesn't want to lose the wallet. Okay. There's one thing in that wallet. Also, no pictures of anybody, not even your husband. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> here is, here's the thing that makes it all worth it for Maury. This okay. is the most precious thing in that wallet, and I wanted to see if it was in there, which is this. Oh, God. Which is his Actra card that says he's an actor that has his Actra number on it. Oh, come on. Is this, this is the most precious thing in your that wallet, thing right? That took like 15 years to earn. Right. Yes. Oh, yes. I God. knew it was in there. I knew it was in there. Yo, why don't you take all those cards that you have and store them like on your phone? Well, then when you go to the pump to buy gas, you, you have to sort of push the, the Petro Points card in the machine. No, you don't. You can just scan your phone. I guess you could. Do you do that? Do you do you pay with your phone a lot? Yeah, I, I use know. Apple Pay all the time. I don't have right? Apple Pay. And when I yeah, you do. If you have an iPhone, you have Apple Pay. You have, I have access. Apple Pay. To yeah, but he's gonna set that up though. Yeah, it he's takes not gonna, two he's seconds. Not set up Apple Pay. Two anyway, that, seconds. That, that and, would, anyway, and stuff was, for all those cards you can get. Like there is a, a place on your phone where you can like set up all of your cards. And then you just flick through even them. your aeroplane, everything. Yeah, no, I can't do that. I'm no, no, nah, no, nah, I still like that. No, nah, I'm good. Because I use my phone so much. Like anytime I'm out anywhere, I just yeah. scan. What about your What about your Optimum at Shoppers? Same thing. It's on Apple Pay. It's on an app on your phone. Yeah, in your Apple Wallet. Interesting. Yeah, see, because I leave my phone at home all the time and stuff. Yeah. I always have my wallet on me. I just leave my. I, okay. like, I, leave, I lose my phone all the what time. What about the Longos card? <laughs> on there too. <laughs> on there too. Yeah. Huh. The only one that's not is Actra, though. Sorry, more. <laughs> one card around. Yeah, yeah, you can have one card. Where you, the only cards in my wallet right now are my driver's license, my health card, my credit card, debit card, and then my pass to get into this building. No, my credit card's pass. at home. There's no credit card in this wallet. No, there wasn't. Just as just as a bank card. But what if you need your credit card when you're like out in public? I assure you, I will not need that. It oh. would never be accepted <laughs> anyway. That's true. Uh, Carolyn asks here, is Ron still thinking of buying a boat as previously mentioned in an older episode of the podcast circa October or November of 2020? Um, no, I don't know. I don't so know. this is interesting that she asks this because yeah. earlier in Ask Razamoka, we were talking about your memory. Yes. And we were also talking about uh, the decision, uh, where was it Lake here? Lakefront Cottage need to, or Lakefront Cottage or Countryside Ranch Home. Yeah. And you said not the lake because you hate I, uh, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't like, like, I, I would never, like, if my kid wanted a boat, and she's like, hey, can sure. we get a boat for the summer and just bring it down to the lake every now and then? Of course I would, right? Like, I, I, I will just do stuff for my kid, mm -hmm. but would I ever willingly on my own buy a boat? No. I like, would I, love a boat. Yeah, there's boat people. I'm not a boat person, right? Boats are very expensive. Have you looked into it? Uh, yeah, I was going to buy one of those. I don't know what you call it. It's um, No, 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 not a pontoon boat. You know, like the military-style inflatables with a hard bottom? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So it's like a dinghy, but only it's like, oh, the Navy, police it's like, it's like Navy SEAL style uh -huh. where it's like indestructible, has a motor on it and everything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to buy one of those. Uh-huh. The and Marine just, police use that. Yeah, yeah, and just put it on a small trailer. Yeah. And then that way, you don't, I, you, I could I could move it around with an ATV if I wanted to. Like, the thing weighs nothing. Yeah. Right? And then just bring it down to the lake. Um, and because they're easy to store, all sure. that other all that other stuff. I was going to buy one of those and just like just have it around yeah that's yeah. not the life for me but you though. know what you can't drink on a boat though 
And I don't like that anymore. <laughs> um, People do, but I, I was gonna say, like everybody does. Not a new rule. You not can't. allowed. Not allowed. Mm. No. Even as a passenger. Even as a passenger. Nope. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Unless you're a dock, like unless you're at the side, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. But no, you're not. So, allowed. like, when you see um, like yachts that are out there. Uh, listen, there's different rules for the rich, though. Not guys in dinghies with a six pack. <laughs> That's true. There's <laughs> one. There's one guy down at the water here. Yeah. That they did a story on him on the news recently. That we see him every time we're down. He lives on his boat. He does not own a condo. Nothing. They did a story where he lives 24 hours a day, like during the day yeah. or whatever, every month, all day on his boat. I know two people that live on boats. Really? Yeah. Like like know them, know them. Not like know of Is them. The, this but guy know one them. of them? No. Do they use their boats and go around places, visit no, places? This no. Guy's, no, or no. Just, it's just like in the city yeah. and yeah. it's docked, docked and that's where they live. Yeah. Huh. And yeah. they work in the city. In the city. Yeah. This guy works from like his, com you could see his computer's all set up. He yeah. works, he even works on the boat. Yeah. He yeah. bought an old, he did the story, was he bought an old rundown ferry yeah. and converted the whole thing and rebuilt it or whatever and he's always on the boat. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. But doesn't it get freezing in the wintertime? You, no, you, you put, put insulin. You, yeah, you, you, it's it's insulin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's insulin. It's not you too bad. You mean insulated? Insulated. Yeah. 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 No, you plug into. They, they, you're allowed to plug in, right? Like there's oh, there's okay, power okay. there, so the boat's heated and everything like that. Uh -huh. And then you wrap the whole thing in like plastic, half of it with a zipper on the back to get in. And he's had many ladies much, on this boat too. Well, too I, that's I knew. I used to work with a guy who lived on his boat. He's a cameraman. I used to work with. Yeah. And this guy was the biggest pervert like I'd ever met. Like really? Ever met. If, if a guy, if a guy owns a boat, that do not trust him. First of all, right? <laughs> he will have an affair on you. Uh huh. Guaranteed. People who own boats have affairs. Um, and this guy was a huge perv. Like really? A, oh my! And it was his God. line, like I have a boat. Yeah, and it was just always people back at the boat. People are partying on boats, right? And this guy was nobody anybody would want to party with, but he owned a boat. Yeah. And just used to get people back there all the time. And uh, he was a huge perv. Yeah, massive. But that was his thing. Never took it out. Never went on the water with it. Like I mean, like out into the water with it. Really? Never. It just sat docked there docked the whole time. The whole time Does for he still years. Own the boat? No idea. I haven't talked to him in a while. Oh. He's at all. He tried to get you on that boat, probably. No, I, yeah, exactly, and I you wouldn't know, go down. And you know how many times we're down at the water and I try and, like, wave at this guy, like, hoping he'd invite us on? Never has For what, he, though? For what, Just though? to sort of, like, maybe Do you do sit. that at people's houses, though? No, but like this guy's wave, on the water. Hoping that they invite you in? <laughs> <laughs> but we're on the water. It's, I think right? this is different. Your right? boat's right there where I sit. Right. And we're like, hey, dude. Yeah. And what does he say? Doesn't even acknowledge no, us. No, because you're going to walk in there and start talking about insulin. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to... Gonna regret it <laughs> as soon as you come oh, on board. Look for the photo. Look for the picture on Instagram that reads "Ask Raz and Mocha." This is where we get the questions from. So feel free to uh, to ask your question, and we'll try to go through as many as we can on a future episode. This has been the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Raz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com, or download the Kiss ninety two five app.